0: You're listening to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals and parenting. Today, we guess about what in the heck Nintendo is doing with the future of New Horizons. Can dads actually find time for themselves, for ourselves? And what about that Indie Direct? Also, joining us today, we have Seth, one half of the All-End podcast. But first, Sean, bring us in.
1: Well, well. Samba baby. and the Samba are so close, most of us don't know the difference. But what I'm going to do today is, the Samba with the...
0: me how are you doing man well first off that was a bad intro i'm sorry seth as i said is part of the all-in podcast we can't thank you enough for guesting and coming on we appreciate it we appreciate whenever we have a guest you guys have an awesome show over there tell us a little bit about what you're doing
2: man for, first of all thank you so much for having me on it's a total treat and an honor i uh like i told you we had you on my show nick um you guys were one of the podcasts that I listened to when quarantine first started to keep myself sane. Um, That's unfortunate so fortunate for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. it was, yeah, it was definitely like a nightly kind of ritual. I would catch up on old episodes of Nintendo Dads, and then when a new Dad Crossing came out, I would, uh, I would load that up, and it was coffee, late nights, Animal Crossing. That was the quarantine ritual, man. That's so great. Uh, huge honor to be with you guys tonight. Um, yeah, so. I guess uh, talk about my show for a sec Um, uh, all in. We like to call it a weekly segment based Nintendo variety show. That's the best word that we've come up for it. The best elevator pitch for it is the variety show thing. And um, what that means is that it's basically each episode is made up of multiple segments that cover like different facets of being a Nintendo fan. So Um, My co-host Eric and I, we talk about the games we've been playing and we cover the weekly news like any good podcast does, of course. Um, But also, in addition to that, we will spotlight an indie game each week in our indie showcase segment, which is kind of like uh, we'll pick a a weekly indie game that's on the Switch eShop and we'll either discuss that for a while or sometimes we'll even have the developer of the game on to interview them. Um, We produce a weekly top five list. Like last week, we counted down our top five dream nintendo indie collabs um and then we also have kind of a revolving main segment where it's either a review a retrospective a special guest interview or something totally different so that way you've got kind of your like mainstay meat and potatoes segments each week but you've also got something different to look for as well and um i know that all sounds like a ton of stuff and a huge episode and a lot of work and that's because it is (laughs) yeah (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, we, we try to respect everybody's time. We try to make sure that every segment is time-stamped in the episode description. So we invite folks to kind of come in. You can either jump around, listen to the entire episode as a whole, or listen to, like, if, you know, a Dad Crossing fan wants to pop in and they want to hear Nick's segment, you know, come on and, and listen to that too. We, we take all comers, uh, new episodes every Saturday. We've been doing it every week for almost a year now, and, and we yeah. love it, man. So yeah, definitely come on over and check us out. So can they find you pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast? Just search yeah. the all in podcast. Is that right? All in and Nintendo podcast. Basically, wherever podcasts are distributed, <laughs> um, yeah. we are at all in podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Those are our two main social media platforms. It's great honor to be on for
0: for the for the year episode or the year anniversary yeah. for Animal New Horizons. So I thought that Absolutely. was really cool. Um, so you are. You are a, a fur dad. Is that correct? Is that is that a, is that yes. a fair way to?
2: Is, this is true. Yeah, I do. I have a dog. I, I do have a dog. I'm not a, uh, a a father to an actual human baby, but I am father <laughs> to a. Do uh, we call her a baby? She's actually like going to be eight years old soon, but um, but yeah, she's she's our baby.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, that's man. That was, that's that's really cool. So yeah, so it's great to have you on. Um, thanks, man. So tell me a little bit about like what you've been playing.
2: Uh, yeah, so, I, I, so this is a weird one. I'll, I'll start us off with a weird one here. Uh, a game called Tori 3D. I don't know if you guys have heard of this yet. It's a oh, yeah. very strange indie game that just recently came out on the Switch eShop. And the way I heard about it was via Rogers Base on twitter oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah he he tweeted out about it and essentially what it is it's a like 3d platformer but it's done up in a like ps1 n64 style like it looks like it literally looks like it is running on n64 hardware like it it just has this really kind of like janky look to it in a charming way like it it kind of feels nostalgic in that way and um it's the the big thing, the reason why I was so like down to try it out is because it's only a dollar. So oh, yeah. Gave I you mean, that, right? Exactly. At a dollar, it's like I'm going to pop in, I'm going to try it out. So um it's it's real quick. I mean, you can play through it in an hour and a half optimistically. There there is some reasons to go back and replay it. Uh but it's just a really fun like quirky little N64 platformer if you're into that kind of stuff. Like I'm a huge Uh, fan of that era of video games um i love like banjo kazooie and stuff like that is my big thing so um so it's it's kind of like that but uh yeah i i highly recommend at least pop even if you just have like some gold coins laying around it's a dollar Mm -hmm. you know checking hey you can't beat it yeah (laughs) yeah um in addition to that of course animal crossing you know doing my i've played that game every day since it's come out you know (laughs) in some way or another i know we're going to talk about that of course yep yep for sure um and then I'm still very hopelessly addicted to Monster Hunter Rise, which I have somehow found like 60 hours to put into it so far. Don't I, know where. Uh, there's part of
0: me that really wants to get in into that, um, because one, the Discord, the Nintendo Dad's Discord is was really mm-hmm. into it. It's kind of come and gone. I think for a, a large part, not for everybody, obviously, but mm-hmm. like the the flash in the pan has come and gone. So I probably won't. But there is a part of me that seems like it just seems like a game I could get into, but uh, I just couldn't bring myself to pull the trigger.
2: Did in you case play I the did uh, demo? Did get hopelessly addicted? <laughs> yeah. How, how, did you play the demo at
0: all? I did, and to be fair, that kind of that kind of turned me off. From what people have told me yeah. is, I you know just because you don't like the demo in that game doesn't mean you're not going to like the game. Sure. So, um, and I don't know if that's true. That's just what I've had a couple people tell me.
2: It is it is definitely, so, like, my my co-host on the show, Eric, he played the demo, and he was kind of, like, not feeling it either, but um, he decided to give it a shot because he had played Monster Hunter before, and he's like, I've never really given it a chance. And he ended up kind of falling in love with it, so it may be one of those things where you have to put in a little bit of legwork and kind of, you know, get to know it a little bit better. It's a very, the game is not for everybody, though. Yeah. like. It is definitely not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but I, I really, really like it. And and I think Rise is, for my money, the best one they've done yet. And um, I, I've been having a, a blast with that. Um, I know we also, uh, I think you played this too, Nick, the demo for Never Yield. I did. I did did, did yeah. we want to talk about this now or do we want to talk about that later?
0: Uh, why don't we save it for the Indie Direct and we'll talk about it, it there. Got yeah, it. Why don't we, Got it. Uh, yeah, I know I put it on there too. Cause well, really I just needed something to put on there. Cause I haven't, I have not been playing a lot, um, lately. Yeah. Um, uh but sean i did a horrible job i owe you an apology i got really into the conversation and <laughs> with seth and then i just kept going and then by the time i realized i was like i was like what you been playing and so sean man how you doing i'm sorry i really am <laughs> sorry I'm, not, I'm all right
1: I, i'm just being a third whale of my own poker i know cool.
0: i'm really sorry man. i was
1: like <laughs> no, i was no.
0: like oh crap um oh, sorry it's it's late much love
2: sean yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, no it's cool it nice no, uh i'm i'm okay I'm in, a, as you were laughing before, I'm in a fair bit of pain. I seem to have lost full use of my left arm, but that's all self inflicted from the from the gym yesterday. So, like in the UK, things have just opened back up. So, mm. I've gone back into it thinking <laughs> I was as fit and strong as I was in January, and I'm really not. <laughs> so, I um, you're just back. so
0: excited to be in a gym. You're like, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to
1: flip it. I was literally like, like, like oh, what is it called now? The Terry Crews was in um. An American sitcom, is it my family? Me, something like that. I think so, yeah, yeah. I was like, as literally, that's like, yes, Jim. I've woken up <laughs> this morning and literally just gone, uh, no, nope. <laughs> so, I regret that decision, but no, I'm cool. Uh, super busy, work, kids, so yeah. on and so forth. So, um, yeah, for sure. my list of things I have played is very little. <laughs> so, I'm actually, um, yeah, I'm
0: actually with you. So, yeah, tell us a little about what you've been playing, man.
1: So, after I me and you tried to get on and try and stream a little bit of multiplayer on the Xbox um, mm. with moving out, which we hit one big technical hitch that we could, <laughs> just couldn't record and couldn't get any game chat audio like oh. at all. Um, and then picked a game that didn't. I was going to say the real big online. technical glitch was
0: we can't play moving out online oh <laughs> that's a technical glitch we just can't overcome unless we code for them or something
1: so yeah um, fyi moving out is a couch co-op only for, wow. for the xbox so there's no online multiplayer version so um so i gave that a try um and i'm quite glad we didn't get to re- re- record that because it's not a game for me at all i uh oh yeah yeah, I played 20 minutes of it and then, I think it's if it's only because I was playing it on my own, it seemed like a really slow game mm. to play.
0: Oh, so, yeah, you so you were playing by yourself.
1: Yes. So okay. like this like moving with larger objects. Like a How do you I do it? The, you can do it, but you kind of just have to drag them everywhere.
0: Oh, no. no, 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 no. You need to play it again with with like Jaya or something like that Gra- grab somebody who is okay to play it and play it again um yeah. because that game actually is so i bought it on the switch um and noah lo- noah loves it and even worse than this ariel loves it so so just noah noah's six and ariel's four and when Got noah it. plays it we can like get stuff done but uh, Ariel's found this love for it, even though she's horrible at it. And I just like, <laughs> I can only take it in small doses. Cause I'm like, just pick up the couch on the- and to like, pick it up on with me on my side. And I'm like, no, Ariel, you gotta be on the others. Oh, Okay, and she's just so lovable and cute, and I hate being mad at her because she's trying her best, but, man, it's really hard not to just be like, <laughs> <laughs> just chuck the controller out the window. But um, so, yeah, that game could be frustrating at times, but it is a lot more fun with multiple people. I, I can't yeah, I, imagine I, playing it by myself. That the, sounds the, bit that
1: I, the bit that I did, like in like, in the first level that I played, um, the moving van was literally outside the bedroom window, so <laughs> rather than lifting all the items, all the the, the smaller items, so like um, she had a video games console that you had to like just turn around and throw it straight through the window. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's great. <laughs> Seth, have you ever played Moving Out? No, that's the one. I was I was trying to place that. That's the one that's essentially like overcooked, but for moving, right? Yeah, 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 yep. yeah.
0: It's yeah. got kind of freewheeling physics. Gra- physics yeah, fra- and uh, physics yeah right and like you can chuck stuff like like sean was saying through windows and you got to like pack up chickens and and you gotta you're packing up like there's no bridge you got to jump on turtles it's crazy stuff you can toss right. stuff it's nuts but it is a fun local co-op game if, if you if you got somebody that's into playing we, you. we
2: love overcooked so yeah. i might have to check yeah. it out Did-
1: <laughs> yeah i can imagine with somebody it'll be a lot of fun but yeah. playing it on my own i was a little bit like this is really hard work so i couldn't finish any level quick enough to get like a gold rating so no mm.
0: and to be honest that's actually an issue when you only have three people like you have to really plan out what you're going to do otherwise like there's somebody that's just that third wheel that's just like we're like if you get all the small boxes first and then all that's left is a bunch of two-person stuff, then one guy is left just sitting there dragging this table while the other two do stuff. And it's really just boring and annoying. And so, <laughs> so yeah, I can only imagine if that's the only option you had. That would be no fun.
1: Yeah. So uh, The other game I've been playing is Pac-Man 99. So oh. the, the latest installment from the Nintendo online service. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> I do too, man. I, I I I enjoy playing Pac-Man anyway. I enjoy the like how difficult the challenge can get quite quickly, and i play mm-hmm. playing it with 99 other people. <laughs> it's just hilarious. <laughs> There's nothing better than getting a like a. What I like to do is get the the ghost, the train, yeah, yeah, start the train. But you can, I think, you can max it out at 30, right? There's nothing better than getting all thirteen in a row and yes. just watching them go everywhere. I was like,
2: yeah, just that dopamine hit, just purr, 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 purr. yeah, yeah.
1: So, so
0: what have you guys? What's the best place you've guys got?
1: Um, oh, I've gotten 31st. first a few times. Have you? Thirty-first uh, is just, just okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I absolutely suck at that game. Like I, <laughs> I played it for a good twenty minutes, and I think I made it to sixty once, and I was like, nope nope, I'm a hard nope on this. It's not for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm glad for all y'all to love it, but uh, yeah.
1: I I played it docked and um, Lindsay Mm. was watching and she was like, it's just FYI, Lindsay's my wife. Yeah, you probably Mm. covered that from listening. Um, And she was like, I couldn't do this. She she says, Pac-Man gives her anxiety enough. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I absolutely love that, and I hope they do other games like that. I like they too. There's so many more retro arcade games that they can go back to to play that sort of style. That it's so. I think they hit a limited goldmine.
0: It it is, but here's what I'll say about that. I really liked Mario 35. Like, I mean, I thought it was a fun game, but I still never went back to it after like I don't know three weeks. Like,
2: sure. Like, I
0: wonder what their return what their return is on that of how people are playing it and maybe they're smart enough to realize that because if they brought Mario 35 back in a year would I play it sure would you know maybe they got rid of it for a reason I mean and that makes sense to me and so if they psych if they get a handful of those and cycle through them would I be excited to see like a game that that has been maybe but I can tell you like on the on the cusp of that question of like i wonder what they could do i i because i'm really excited i'm like yeah me too but then when i look back i'm like but would i really even if even if i liked it even if it was another like mario 35 and i was like this is awesome would i play it could, like i don't could,
1: know could, could you imagine like Icebreakers 99 there's um what was the name of that mario there was a never mario where you, the creatures came out of the pipes and you use the power box and stuff like that
0: oh yeah um, mm-hmm
1: um i
0: don't know what it was
1: called but yeah really the Mario board, brothers. Right? yeah yeah so
0: there's
1: there's that there's so many they could use so
0: yeah i agree i agree um okay so for me um i have really been just uh shoving a ton of time in the story of seasons like Ooh. um i i'm almost to the point of saying i'm done but I have this one building that's ridiculously hard to uh, to get done uh, or to like uh, repair. You, when you get in your when you get to your farm, you have all these buildings that are in disrepair, and you have to get so many um, so many resources to repair them. And there's this one building that I want to repair just just to say I did it, um, and that will take some time. But other than that, I've gone through an entire year now in story of seasons. Um, I'll probably however long it takes me to get get that building repaired and then i'll be done um and uh and but it was a good game i don't think it's stardew valley good i think i said that last time on the cast it's not stardew Mm. valley good but it's darn close um if you're not a fan of that eight-bit graphic that's that stardew valley had then this might be the installment and but you like farming sims and you like the old school harvest moon i think uh i think marvelous has done pretty pretty good to get Close to back to there, but also to take stuff from Stardew Valley and kind of make it more, make it a modern experience, but also hit that nostalgia feel if you're a Harvest Moon fan. So I should be done, hopefully done with Story of Seasons by the time we have another cast. Um, I played a game called Fly Together. Uh, This was a review I did for the Nintendo Dads. And you know what? Now that I say that, I'll have more about that later.
2: <laughs>
1: I, just, <laughs> I,
0: just, I just realized I, I actually
2: might not be able to... An embargo, perhaps. Um,
0: yeah, so anyways, <laughs> so that's really all I've been doing, uh, other than a lot of Animal Crossing. Um, anybody else got any other games they want to chat about before we move on to what Isabel's been doing in her morning announcements? I'm,
1: I'm going to try and avoid using the W word in this podcast. <laughs> That's what I usually end up playing. <laughs> so, got so, it. So,
0: have you have you just not been playing it, or
1: um, no? I have been. You playing can use it.
0: it once, okay? Okay, you got to yeah. use it once. You are here now. You um, said it. People are gonna be like, "What's the W word?"
1: That,
2: that one well, Warzone dropped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, drop drop um,
0: one Warzone
2: actually, bomb.
1: It's a, well, okay. If I am gonna do it, I am gonna do it big. There is um, there is an update coming to the Battle Royale map this week. But well, by the time people listen to this, it'll have happened on the 21st of April. Mm. Um, I think it's 12 p.m. Central or PST, Pacific time. So it's going to be like seven o'clock in the evening for me. I'm going to be able to miss it because I get to go to work. Yay. But um, they're basically they're nuking the whole map. Like they're doing a full blown Fortnite style blackout. Wow. Restart everything. Mm. So what? The map will look like after that and nobody knows there's a lot of speculation that um it's going to go back to the cold war era so like 1980s that's um, cool yeah so what's been happening on the map for the last uh six weeks there's been small outbreaks of zombies in all different areas um there's lots of bunkers in verdansk as you land in there's lots of different areas to go and raid for bunkers trying to get the better loadouts cash um they all opened up and then the there was a uh, a monitor appeared and it gave like a a percentage rating so it started at zero and then it's gone to five twenty twenty five so on and so forth it's now a hundred percent and it's reached the dam um as you're playing, when you drop into a Royale and stuff like that, there's a warning that comes up every now and then. That there's a, like Protocol Level Three, Protocol Level Four, and like there's rockets flying through the sky and everything like that. So, um, and the feature that they've added this week is there's now gas clouds appearing, and if you die inside those gas c- clouds, you come back as a zombie. That's
0: wow. kind of fun. That's cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so there's been quite a lot going on. Um, I found. team to play with so like rather than playing solos now i'm playing quads quite a lot and so getting a lot more wins doing a lot more wins in stream which is nice yeah (laughs) um so yeah that's if i have been playing something it's been that it has been i was playing it last night until half past 12 this morning for me so i've had very little sleep too (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah as it's the the game I've got a whole new love for the game now. I'm playing with a regular team, so which is quite good. And one of the guys on the team is somebody that I went to high school with that I've not really spoken. Oh, to, nice! For like I don't know, I don't think, I can't think how long I've been out of high school. Sixteen years, so that's awesome. Yeah, nice. yeah It's those so, games
0: are always better, even <laughs> if you stink. Like like my, like I have two guys that I play Apex with every once in a while. We're horrible, but like just because I know them and we just can laugh about how horrible we are. Like uh, it just makes it more fun.
2: Horrible together. I mean, it it basically just becomes (laughs) like a chat platform at that point. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, uh, And also Sean, we just need to get, you know how like the Nintendo dads have the events section, which anybody who actually listens to the Nintendo dads knows that it's really just Jesse's Pokemon go section. We just (laughs) need like an event section, which everybody will really just know it's Sean's Warzone section. I'll be like, and now events, Sean, and then you'll just talk
1: about what i mean (laughs) we love you yeah the the next podcast i'll probably talk about the new maplin and what's happened and yeah
0: that sounds good well that's a little bit about what we've been playing let's go see what is on isabel's morning announcements today
1: isabelle's Isabel's morning announcements. Um is there any serious announcement that we have? Or are we just
0: um well no no? I mean there's no there's Nintendo's been there's pretty no news. mum lately. Uh, yeah, yeah I, no, there's no the, real announcements. It's just a I, lot of conjuring.
1: This. Yeah, I lost right. the sock in the wash the other day. I'm uh, <laughs> yeah. gonna do this like
0: Isabel. I Yeah, the sock's a serious thing. You know what we should call it when we have absolutely nothing? We should call it Katrina's Corner, is what we should call it, after the (laughs) long lost but not found in New Horizons, except for on Nook Points now. Right. Nook Points, Katrina has shown up. Um, We can call it Katrina's Corner, because we're really just going to fortune tell about what we think is happening which Seth is really good at, you know, I got to, I got to call him out. I made fun of him about a, about a, like an indie direct thing, which we'll get to later. And then he just stomped all over me because it happened the next day. So Seth was right, but Justin, you were not right. So I was going to gonna say
2: far be it for us to inflate Justin's ego, but That's he was right. also right.
0: <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> Justin, you were wrong. Seth was right. Okay. I'm not going to I'll take it.
1: <laughs> uh, so it, it appears that we've hit a bit of a dry spell with Animal Crossing updates, news, information. Uh, the Twitter is rife with people wanting things, but there's a lot of people out there that have been brutally honest and say we're well, probably not going to see anything. May is going right. to be exactly the same as April. Um, I mean, even Bunny Day was the same, but with less so I yeah
0: i will say they offered some cool new furniture in bunny day mm-hmm. i mean the, the 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 festival was exactly the same but the the furniture you could get in nooks was was cool needed outdoor furniture because there wasn't a lot of that in bunny day
1: yeah
0: um so i i, mean, I, I agree with, with that but yeah
1: I, I struggled with the cherry blossom thing like last year i got very little and then I went on every day. I caught cherry blossoms and I got no, absolutely no extra DIYs this time from balloons.
0: So. I See, I didn't have that same issue this time. And I don't know what that was. I had three recipes I needed and I got them and I didn't put in, it wasn't like Christmas time where I put in like hours popping balloons. So I I don't know. I, I thought they came pretty easy. Now I am putting in, you know, thirty minutes to an hour every day. So mm-hmm. I mean but I didn't have to like hunt balloons, I guess is what I'm saying. I was just running around and I would find a balloon and I'd get I got I'd get one of the recipes that I needed. So I didn't but what your story is anecdotally more what I see online. I mean I know I was like I got all my stuff and Marty's like I haven't got anything. Nothing. And I'm like, yeah. okay I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah. So. They, man, they they gotta get over this balloon thing, man. Like the the balloon thing's awful that there, there's so many more interesting ways to distribute these things. You could have them associated with like treasure hunts, like villager treasure hunts. You could, you know, there, there are a few items in the game where it's like, Oh, I've done this action X amount of times that made me think of this DIY. I mean, it would be so much easier for using the cherry blossoms as an example. Yeah. Catch, catch some of the cherry blossoms every like five or 10 that I catch or whatever. I think of a DIY, you know, Mm-hmm. just something better than no, the balloons I, yeah
0: yeah anything's better than balloons i I 100% agree with that so if we think may is going to be the same or i mean i guess so do do we all think may is going to be the same i guess that's that's the question let me go there um
1: first. i've had I've, I've, there's no whispers of anything so like yeah, nintendo usually things. have this little like nice hint of uh, this is what the, like the seasonal change for may might look like mm-hmm. and in that there's usually like a Teaser of is is that in there now? Is that not in there now? And there's been nothing from them yet that I've seen anyway. And uh, it's one of the channels I'm subscribed to on YouTube is the uh, Nintendo Animal Crossing one, and it's just nothing. It's dry. It's I, yeah, and mm. um, which is sad because this game did so well and. It's, such a massive audience due to the the lockdown and everything like that you'd think that Nintendo would want to keep the fire burning on this as much as possible but yeah
2: yeah it's dry right now I I don't to answer the question yeah I I don't think that we're going to have anything new in May unfortunately um I think what they may be doing, and I'm not, this is probably wishful thinking, but what I really hope that they are doing, especially now that we know that Nintendo is going to have a presence at E3 this year, whatever form that's going to take, I'm really hoping that they're going to return with like some Treehouse Live events and they're going to be like, hey, tune in at so-and-so date for the Animal Crossing Year 2 Treehouse Live event, where they're going to kind of detail something of a roadmap for what they're going to be doing because they've got to have, you know, of course we've got a ton of new players, but there are people like us who have been there from the beginning of this game who are now a little bit starved for new content and they, they've got to appeal to both audiences. I think, I think that's their huge challenge.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, if I, if I have a maze in May and it's the exact same maze, cause that's such right. low fruit and it's yeah. exact same maze as the one they did in year one. You have to I'm have gonna be pretty disappointed. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I mean that's pretty low fruit. They could change yeah. up the maze and make it even do a different, like make it Porter or something like that. Make it a different right. animal who hasn't or NPC who hasn't made it into New Horizons. Um, but I don't think they're gonna do that. I'm not. I'm not calling that. But I'm just saying it just seems like to do something easy like that or to allow now there to be like two mazes for the first year people to get their thing. And then, and then there's two mazes to do instead of one. And I don't know, but I am, I am shocked that they have, I mean, you know, I, I know like Mario party also is one of the DLC things that shocked me. It shocked a lot of Nintendo yes. people. Like, why are you not putting out boards? I, I hate it when my son wants to play Mario party, not cause I don't like Mario party, but because I've played the same boards over and over um, right. But I just looked at that and I thought, okay, the install base isn't that huge. Maybe they're thinking, sure, we'd make some money, but it's not really worth our time to do it. But come on, I mean, this game is huge. Like, why, like, it's just, I don't know. I don't understand why there's why they're not doing DLC yet for this. And I don't know if they're going to wait for two years or what, they're, or what the plan is. But it's crazy to me.
1: But yeah. no, now look. By the time this is dropped, uh, tomorrow morning <laughs> you wake up. It. Exactly, like, it'll be a massive announcement. They'll be like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: <laughs> and now we're sure, gonna go back and do it all again."
0: It would only be fair because, because uh, when I guested it on Seth's episode, I said, <laughs> "I said, I don't know why they're not giving me more design." design things and why i, I got a blah, blah blah and i went on and on about all the stuff they should do and then we got the silent twitter drop of like more design slots and everything <laughs> right. so like it would only, only be fair if it happened again as well so
2: <laughs> it is yeah it, it's and it's impossible to know right how the pandemic has affected their development yeah. um so it, that that may have something to do with it as well we'll, we'll probably never know exactly the the links that 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 kind of shook things up at nintendo but um i I just you gotta imagine they've got some kind of plan in place for that Mm -hmm. you know because it just seems like and nintendo is a shrewd business and they've made some very baffling decisions (laughs) of course but uh i mean this game has become such a juggernaut that i mean it just it would be money left on the table Uh, there's no way they won't take advantage of it you have to imagine they will
0: yeah
1: you yeah. know, so I wonder I'm,
0: if some, in some way, it affected them. the The pandemic infected them, infected, affected them in a different way than what we are normally used to thinking. Which is, they thought, "Well, we'll put this game out. It'll have to ride for a couple of years before it has a good install base, and then right. we'll throw out DLC." You know. Yes. But in this case, because of the pandemic, the install base. Bl- just you know ballooned it in the first year and now they're like well you know we were expecting you know to do that so
1: yeah uh, i I think if the the hype behind it all before the release and before the like the pandemic was a thing that i mean they were announced this 12 months before they release and there was a lot of hype started then i don't think this has caught nintendo sleeping i can't for a second imagine that so.
0: yeah you're probably right, and i always have said that you know the pandemic helped animal crossing but i don't think it helped it near as much as some people give as some people give that little asterisk credit credit for so i i agree with you there so um I mean, all right
1: well, I mean, if they were to if they were to do something what would what would we want to see that's the my question is what what i mean then the the mario stuff was great it, it's something that's gonna, it, well, the stuff I've got is going gonna, gonna to live there on my island until the end of time. Right. So unless they do something absolutely hugely massive, marvelous, so that means that I've got to flatten the whole island and start all over again, like I've done before. Oh, please but, no! Yeah, I don't know. If I can do that. <laughs> please I've, no. I don't have enough. I don't have enough bells for that, which means I'd have to go back to the turnip hustle.
0: Turnip hustle! Oh. Get back into it. <laughs> Marty said he's into it this week. Come on, you get into it too. Um, uh, to be fair, just real quick on the Mario items, I'm surprised they're still there. I really didn't expect for them to still be there. I thought they'd pull that promotional tab by now. But
2: yeah, yeah, they're still hanging out in there. Yeah, yeah. it's weird.
0: I mean, uh, yeah, I really thought when I really thought when they killed off Mario, um, you know, at the beginning of this month, that they would kill off that promotional tab too. But
1: nope,
0: still there. So I don't know. I don't know. So, what do we want to see? What, Seth? What? Is, what are your hopes for DLC if you say, if it, if it were to come?
2: I, you know, and, and we've been saying this for a while. I think we even talked about this when you were on all end, Nick. Oh, yeah. But um, I, I really just want like some really quite basic quality of life things still in the game. Um, I, I really want things like the big one for me is batch crafting. I cannot believe that that is not in the game like that's insane to me and i i the justification for it is probably like oh well that would make some of the nook mile achievements quite a bit easier to unlock or whatever but you know still it, it just like th- that it's quality of life stuff like that the fact that i have to buy my things in able sisters one bit at a time you know like these little tiny things that I, that i really think that should be kind of like updated, patched into the game. We've seen them make baby steps towards this. We've seen things like now we have more custom designs and whatnot, but there's still quite a bit left that, you know, now for folks like us who have put like almost a thousand hours into this game, you know, like we're, we're seeing some of the kinks that still need to get ironed out, you know Um, but in terms of significant things, and this is another thing that I've uh, kind of tooted the horn for a lot, but Brewster, I, I really I really want to see that worked in. I really want to see like some kind of. There's an idea that was floating around the internet that I that I'm really quite enamored with. With um, the idea that the Roost Cafe would kind of become a hub for not only just characters that are not properly in the game yet, but also um, old villagers that have moved from your island would maybe float in there for a cup of coffee and whatnot. I think that would be really. Nice. And just, like, I think there needs to be kind of more of a daily time sink. Like, in New Leaf, you could kind of work there Mm -hmm. and pop in there and and serve coffee and become a barista. And, like, if they tied some really cool, like, cafe-themed items to that, give people more of a reason to come in and and not only do my daily chores, but also work a shift at the Roost. Like, that'd be really cool.
1: (laughs) And it doesn't really need to be in a completely new building. There's the whole... I mean, I haven't set foot in the museum on my island in a long time. If they stuck <laughs> a, true. if they stuck a coffee shop in there, to yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but
0: yeah, I think NPCs are a big one for me. Um, go ahead, Sean. What were you going to say?
1: I'm, I'm just going down that exact same route. There is such a catalog. Of characters for them to fall back on that we haven't right. seen, even like Captain and stuff like that. There's so much they can do. And if they're also into mixing things up, and we said it before, like the whole toad boat appearing to buy special items, mm. there's just, just, there's like, there's areas of the island that they don't really use, like the pier that goes off to, for me, it goes off to the east. Some, some people have it to the, there's just, there's things there that it's like, you could use that for something else other than just fishing or jumping off. And
2: yeah. I, I thought for um, sure, before they announced Red for the game, I thought for sure that that little secret beach that like, for the longest time, we had no idea what that was for, I thought that that was the space that they were leaving for future land expansion. Hmm. So like, eventually there would be a kind of secondary sub-island that that would connect to or something like that. So... If they if they are going to include like new buildings and and like a substantial amount of new NPCs, I do sort of feel like they're going to have to have some kind of secondary landmass. Versus like you mentioned earlier, Sean, like having us just knock everything down and completely reformat these and islands that we put so much work into.
1: Because because mm-hmm. newly, if you went over the crossing, didn't you, from every right. train? So you went over the right. level crossing and you went into the little town area. So. <sighs> It wouldn't take much work to do that. Oh, look, there's this bridge that's appeared for you to cross to the next island. Or uh, even just
2: another Dodo Airlines location. You yeah. know, it could be as simple as that. Or they
0: could use Captain to get you there on the dock. Mm-hmm. So, bring him back. Um, yeah, bring Captain back and have him do it on the dock. That's what I would really expect for DLC is like a secondary island. Um, because it's got, a, in my opinion, I say this, but I guess not really. I mean, to some level, the San, you know, we don't view it that way, or at least I don't um, properly. But it is the Sanrio cards were DLC. I mean, really, and right. they were DLC for, for both villagers and items. So there's no reason they couldn't do more DLC that weren't cards that were just you know add-ons. Um, so I guess really, there's they've they've already done it to some extent. They could do that again, but in my head, like digital DLC is. Another island to explore, or um, even like an island of mini games, like Tortimer had in Newly for something, something like that. Like, I mean, that's what I, that's what I'd like, that's what I'd like to see. Um, uh, If it's an island for just me to decorate, quite frankly, I'm not going to be super excited because we have that. It's Half's Island.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's it. So. Mm.
0: So I'm not going to be okay. super excited about that. I would be over the moon about a mini game Island or something right. like that, that I could do like that, that I would be so excited for because all Island, but to do that, like the problem <laughs> with that is to do that. We couldn't get eight people on one Island for the dinner table. Like, like I don't know the, the internet infrastructure and I'm not the person to talk about this really. Other than that, my, my, my time with it has always been somewhat jaded. I mean, I go there, you know, we, we got three people on the Island, the fourth person be coming in there. Somebody's internet would crash. I don't even know what happened. And then we all go back and it's like, okay, well we try again. Oh, didn't work again. And so it's like, well, the idea of that mini game all playing together sounds great, but man, they'd have to fix, they'd have to fix the, the connectivity problem before we could even get there so
2: yeah 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 and we we had there was a weird story that floated around a few months ago that nintendo had swapped their server infrastructure And i like you know i'm mm-hmm. not the guy to talk about this but um from what i understand they they upgraded essentially their server structure um a little bit ago and swapped to a much more kind of modern infrastructure for what's running their multiplayer server so we may see that I think Monster Hunter Rise was the first game that took advantage of that, if I'm not mistaken. So it'd be cool to see games that are big like Smash and Animal Crossing kind of migrate to these sure. more reliable servers, especially for multiplayer uh, reasons. And and you're right, because in terms of like things to really do when it comes to having other people on your island, you can throw these little island parties and just kind of hang out. But there's not a whole heck of a lot to actually do, Yeah, you know?
0: In fact, to be honest, there's less to do, when, right? <laughs> when when people are on your island, because and that's always the the like the kicker. It's like my son would, and that's kind of why my son fell off because he was like, "Well, Dad, I want to play with you," but he's like, "But when I get there, there's nothing to do." And I'm kind of like, "Well, I don't want you on my island because everything I want to do on my island I can't do once you're on my island." Right. And so yeah, that limitation is really is really a, a big issue. Noah would probably still be playing this game if there was one more to do together and two, even if I would have the option to do all of my normal stuff if he was there. But a lot of times he'd want to come, and I was like, well, you know, I, what, one, what are we going to do? And two, I can't do anything that I want to do when you're here. So
1: Even if he could help you because he could collect yeah. crafting material for, for you to craft stuff while you are busy terraforming an area of your island.
0: Yeah. So. but yeah once you once you open that thing man you can't put the hat on you can't i don't know there's all there's all kinds of stuff you can't do can't move furniture can't pick anything up it's it's and i mean i get it i know there's like the whole duping thing and that was big when we first started the podcast right people trying to find different ways to dupe and that's the reason that they're that they that they that they, that they do all that or at least that's that's what people tell me uh, i don't have no idea uh, <laughs> i never really got into it the whole spin no. the, do you remember the whole spin the box and grab the item uh, yep. back when animal crossing first came out that was like a huge thing <laughs> yeah. like you can make all these animal crossing switches and sell them that's fine but uh, that seems like a hundred years ago
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes it does it was effectively.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um all right so um anything else on dlc As i say stop
1: other than it needs to come faster
2: <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> yeah i do think and, and we talked about this again a little bit nick and we had john but i i think um zelda dlc is probably coming for the 35th anniversary mm-hmm. um i i think that's pretty likely in terms of it being like paid or whatever i, I think they're going to probably handle it similarly to what they did with mario and just because that's what the only real thing we have to base it on but um yeah, I do think we probably have that in the pipeline. I think E3 will probably be a bit of a blowout for Zelda in general. And that's probably where we're kind of going to hear the first rumblings of that. And uh, so I think that is coming. But again, it would be nice to, you know, give us some scraps mm-hmm. uh, until then, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I was surprised even on our Discord. Mario Items got a few people back in, but really... I mean, there were a ton of people on our Discord that was like, when Mario items, I'm back in, baby, yes. I'm doing it. But really, that wasn't, that didn't entirely happen. Like, I mean, like the people who actually, there was a bunch of people that I think jumped in for a day, grabbed some stuff, or maybe a couple days, and grabbed, like, all the items or something. But then they were pretty much right back out. I mean... Right. Um, so, yeah, it it's gonna... It's going to be something pretty big to to bring a large section of that of that Animal Crossing uh, population back in. And I mean, certainly you're not going to get everybody. There were some people it was a moment in time, a moment in pandemic time. Right. (laughs) that, um, That is just not there for them. They won't come back. And that's cool. I mean, everybody's got their own thing. But yeah, how do they, what do they got to do to get the most people possible? And that's, that's, an, that's something that I'm sure Nintendo is thinking about how that works, but I agree. We'll definitely have some Zelda stuff. I think definitely. Yeah, I, I think
2: I, I would hope, and I don't, I don't necessarily think they're going to do this. I think they're probably going to handle it basically exactly the way they did with Mario, but I, I would love it if they made it just more involved, like, some kind of way to unlock them versus just buying them because i you know like as as nice as it is to not have to you know pop any stupid balloons um, it would have been really cool to have like something just a bit more involved than simply ordering them every day mm-hmm. waiting for them to come in throwing them on your island throwing them in your house or whatever and and that's it so it'd be really great if they incorporated some kind of like you know maybe you have to do a little quest or something like that or you know just like something just a little i just i think just in general what i want from the game is just a something slightly deeper than Mm -hmm. what we have now
0: yep yeah it's funny like i they gotta find that sweet spot the balloons Mm -hmm. ain't it it's not fun to just sit there and wait every five minutes for a balloon like right but then also just like ordering them from your phone isn't fun either. So yeah, they're they're having trouble finding that spot in the middle that's like just enough work that it's rewarding, but not too much, you know, and and they'll I think they'll get there. I think they will. But uh yeah, they are they're having trouble finding it for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean the stuff, the thing with the Zelda stuff is that you, you've got the whole uh currency thing with Zelda. So you could dig rupees up or shake a tree and drop rupees and points like that to to then have to buy them physically from a certain spot. The um, there's the whole treasure chest thing with Elder, where you've got the probability of you know you just collect five more rupees or well you then pick up an item of clothing. So there's there's that aspect to it they can bring where again that's just randomized generation of what you're going to get, but it makes it more fun because you're opening a Zelda chest. So you get the Zelda, the whole item retrieval music from Zelda. Everybody to... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I
2: love that. I love that idea. So just simply, just simply incorporating the rupees if it was something shaking a tree, I get a rupee, you know, plucking a weed, harkening back to the cutting grass and Zelda thing. Maybe that can sometimes yeah. pop a rupee or whatever. And having that as a separate currency that you can only spend on the Zelda gear, the Zelda items, that immediately makes it something you have to work for. I can't yeah. just throw, I've got like 20 million bells in the bank. I can't just throw that at it. Wait, you know, however many days it takes me to accumulate it and then I'm done. It would be so nice to have to work for it. I love that idea.
0: Yeah, that would be fun. I still want Beatles. I've said it from the beginning since this conversation's been out. I want Beatles to wash up on my I mean, I might I if you married those two ideas, Sean, where you gotta work for these rupees and Beatles washes up on my beach and says, Yeah, I don't know how I got here, but I'm I got all this junk. Do you want to buy some of it? (laughs) And like, (laughs) and like all of a sudden like rupees showed up and he's like, no, I don't take bells. I only take rupees, man. That's where, that's what we do. That's what we buy with what we, where I come from. I mean, that would be so great. I would, I would absolutely love that. I would totally be in. So, yep. And like maybe he gives you a little like little sword that you can, that you can use for an ax. I've heard that a ton of times. Um, So, yeah not even emotes. just to use
1: i'm just to carry it <laughs> just to right yeah. i mean we've got the, the glow stick that we can wave we've yeah. got the different variations of drinks that you can cheers with just the sod and it just holds it up
2: right yeah, that'd be carry cool,
1: it. yeah that's it mm-hmm.
0: So yeah i'd be down for it you know you know what else they could do they could make it um uh a app on your phone where you had to go daily and then hit the button and you get ten Nook points. Oh no, sorry, that's a that's a different thing. <laughs> yeah. How are you all doing with your Nook points? You going in there and See, getting them every day? Because I'm not. I totally forget.
1: <laughs> yeah, I too. <laughs> uh, Apologies to the Discord community. They have turned the alarm off to do a daily reminder.
0: <laughs> Sean was supposed to give us a daily reminder of which he totally <laughs> failed about a week and a half in. Not to throw you under the bus, but
1: I did. Yeah. From, uh, there we go. <laughs> Tread marks everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, I I've, I've, I think I've got 50 now. I've got the first few items, but I am bothered about getting the posters. So I've, I've stopped doing it. I went on yesterday just because Frosticles asked about it and <laughs> completely reminded me to do it. Um, but yeah, yesterday was a double day as well, which was nice. But, well, good um, for you.
0: i've had one double and one triple how about you seth how are you doing with that
2: um yeah it's hit or miss if i if i happen to think about it i pop on i I have gotten kind of lucky with the triples and whatnot um i've managed to get two of the 100 cost photos okay and because i'm I'm basically working from most to least expensive okay and um and, and so i mean i'm doing okay with it or whatever but it just it feels so disjointed from the core game that like if there was literally anything in the core game to to call that to mind, to you, you, yeah, hey, there you go. Oh, you got a three or the, <laughs> you <got> a... triple. <laughs> Sean's doing good today. But uh yeah. if there if, again, if there's literally anything in the game to sort of like to bring that up at all, mm-hmm. you know, if Isabel mm-hmm. mentioned that in her morning announcements every so often, not every day, but every now and then, mm-hmm. hey, you know, did you check in, get your nook points or whatever? Like, it just feels like a completely separate
1: experience to me. Yep. Yeah. You couldn't, the Nintendo, like, online support app doesn't have a notification system. So it could just be weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that does, that does harken back to what we were talking about in the sense with the Mario items, where it's like they just, they feel like these little, these little separate experiences that they they haven't made a co. There's this cohesive, the, what's great about Animal Crossing, and I've said it a million times, is you're, when you log in and you come out of your little house, you're in this cohesive world. And whatever they do to take you out of that cohesive world takes away from the charm of Animal Crossing. And so like when they just throw in Mario items randomly or these nook points randomly, all that pulls you out of your little world of animal crossing and takes away from the charm in my opinion.
2: And yeah, so. I agree. They've also, though, they've already kind of like they've made that half step with even things like the fact that I can pull out my phone in game and, you know, and, and look at the kiosk or the order catalog or whatever. It'd mm. be really cool if they incorporated that, where if I've already linked my NSO account or whatever, Maybe it is a app on the actual in game phone too, where I can check in and get my nook points or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it just, it'd be really cool to, to tie it in a little bit more. But mm-hmm. right now, it just feels like kind of a disjointed experience that is just sort of there. And the rewards are cool, I guess. But like, you know, they're nothing I'm really chomping at the bit for, you know? Yeah. No,
0: I, I do totally agree with that. And that would be good. I mean, and you could totally lock it down to, I mean, they've locked a ton of stuff down in the game, that, that only NSO members can do. So, you know, you mm-hmm. can flip open that phone and hit the button and be like, Oh, sorry, you're not an NSO member. You could still lock right. it down that way. Um, if, and so, yeah, that would be cool. That would be a good step towards keeping it cohesive in the, in the environment.
1: Um, I, in the doc here there's a little bit of bitterness from from somebody about a golden shovel <laughs>
0: yeah yeah there is so, <laughs> somehow Sorry. Seth has pulled out the golden shovel like what a week ago
2: um two? yeah it was two. like a week or two ago yeah I think it
0: was two actually because it was yeah. like right before our, our last podcast and I was like oh yeah so to be fair I fell asleep once I was really terraforming and I was like, I got to get back to Gulliver. And then I passed out at like three in the morning and I woke up and I was like, ah, I forgot Gulliver. So, you know, there is that. I've missed like one time that I can recall. Um, mm-hmm. But still, I am just like, here's Seth is already with his golden shovel. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hey? I got like 5,000 hours into this game and I still <laughs> don't have the golden shovel. Wasn't bitter at all.
2: Just, even- just just dumb luck man like i you know to be honest and for those that don't know the the golden shovel from all accounts uh, apparently you get it after 30 visits 30 times helping gulliver mm-hmm. um i i don't know how accurate that is because like like i was telling you uh i i think i hit 20 back in like september so I, it's one of those things where i'm like i know i did the other 10 <laughs> you know but uh but no, yeah, it just kind of um, happened one day.
0: So, so to to answer that question, the 20 Nook Mile achievements accounts for both Gulliver and Gullivar.
2: Oh, okay. Where the shovel only accounts for Gulliver. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So that that then that, that's probably why it felt like so much longer than it was. Because <laughs> yeah, um because I was the
0: same way. I was like. I thought the shovel was every everything too. So I remember like forever ago, back in I think December, I was like, I'm getting myself that shovel. And then it didn't happen. Yeah. So I went and researched it. And then I found out that it's just Gulliver.
2: Yeah. And then to be honest with you too, though, man, like like now that I have it, I don't really use it because I don't want it to break. Well, so. Of course you don't. I don't use any I don't use any of my gold I, don't.
0: <laughs> I just it's want like, it.
2: I just want to show it off you know that's yeah. all it really is uh so like and that, that's another i'm like why why do they got a break you know i've earned mm. them like get, just give me the items that don't break you know but if
0: but they break is, it would be nice if they had more of a benefit than just lasting longer
1: like right, yeah, you um, know that was going to be my question next yeah. is like the, the golden watering can what is a larger area does the golden right. shovel allow you to dig up a tree without eating fruit no yeah, i Yeah, that would be great yeah.
0: that would be really well maybe i don't know i don't know because then i just randomly dig up crap i didn't want to dig up so i don't know <laughs> That's but fair. what would be cool is like if i knock on like maybe you knock on the money rock and you get like triple what you normally get if you if you have that not that it matters because by that time you wouldn't really need any cash anyways but still are, do something for me
1: or a, a greater opportunity to get more golden nuggets or uh, bits and pieces like that yeah, yeah. right because it's it's always about increasing the percentage of chance. So,
0: yeah, any of that stuff would be great. They they definitely missed missed a bit on the golden because you're right. I don't use them either um, because I don't because I don't want to I don't want to spend my golden nuggets to continually make them. And plus, no. I'm trying to get the. Um, I also am trying to slowly work towards the DIY uh, or the Nook Mile achievement of crafting all of the 3,000 tools. So. Why use golden shovels when they're just going to last longer?
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, I also i i did get my DIY furniture nook achievement. Very excited about that. Nice. I uh, don't i don't plan to ever craft anything ever again except for maybe tools. <laughs> um, and and to answer Seth, I assume that because I literally just got it Sunday. So I assume that uh, this morning when I wake up, Nintendo will come out and say that batch crafting is now available.
2: Um, <laughs> right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm pretty sure is going to happen. <laughs> I'm just going to be. I think you in advance if it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So you're welcome. My pain is, is your joy. Uh, um, so now I'm on to, uh, what is it like? Happy. I can't remember what it's called happiness together. I think is what it's called where you, where right. you have to, where you have to chat with all of your villagers of which even though I've been playing this game every day since it launched, I've only done 18 times. Now oh, wow. today wow. makes 19. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Listen people, just cause you've launched Just cause you play animal crossing doesn't mean you have to be a good friend. <laughs> That's what that tells you. <laughs> I, uh, I just never apparently did it. So I got a lot of work to do there. And I also have like 3000 bugs to catch. So you won't hear from me on a Nook Mile Achievement for a good long time at this point.
2: Nick never talks to us. He does all this work on the island, says nothing.
0: Yeah, no, that actually is very accurate. Usually when I usually when I do chat with somebody, they're like, oh, well, we always see you running around, but you never talk to me. Like, it's usually something <laughs> like that that they say. So that, they're that's salty they're, about it. Yeah, they are. They are a little bit. So, in fact, today, when I did talk to everybody to start my to start my journey on that one, uh, a lot of them were like, oh, wow, I haven't seen you talk to you in a while. Wow. It's nice to chat with you. So, and I was like, all right, all right whatever.
1: So for, for, for every 67 hours that you've played in the game, you've talked to a villager on average. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Wow. I like, I like Nick's numbers. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> we
0: really should start a little segment. Sean's numbers, numbers for Nick or Sean's Nick. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but, um, yeah. And uh, I do have, I do have doc. I kicked him off the Island. Well, I didn't kick him off. He said he wanted to go and I said, have fun. Um, and I specifically did that because I already had his photo. And I am very interested. Um, I got a pack of Sanrio cards thanks to one of our Discord members, uh, LPD. Big shout out to him. Um, nice. He got an extra pack. Yeah, he asked me if I wanted one. And I said, please. And he was nice enough to send it my way. Um, so I plan to break out that pack of cards and choose one of them. I think there's a guy named Marty, if I remember correctly. Yes. So I feel like I need a Nintendo dad on my island. So <laughs> I plan to bring Marty on my island. Hopefully he's less salty than the Marty on Nintendo dads. But we'll see.
1: Oh, no, I'd love it if he wasn't.
0: <laughs> it's true. It would be better if he was <laughs> Just like continuing. Like, ah. The first time I talk to him, he's going to be like, I can't pop all these balloons and I don't get the item I wanted. I've popped too many <laughs> balloons and I'm mad about it. I'd be like, wow. This is a, this is amazing. You're you're really just like the Marty I know.
2: <laughs> What's weird about the Sanrio stuff is they function really similarly to the Mario stuff, where they just pop up in your catalog and now you can just order them whenever you want. Oh, so really? That, yeah, and they actually are grouped in in the promotions tab with the Mario stuff too. So it's it's kind of weird the way they handled mm-hmm. it, but it, it is cool. And um, yeah, Marty's like this cute, cuddly little Sanrio bear. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, that's You're totally my to plan. I, I've heard horror stories where people kick somebody off the island and then when you, like the next day, so he's in boxes right now. So like tomorrow, right. it should be open. I've heard horror stories where somebody's already there the next day. So I'm hoping that didn't happen to me. I, to be fair, don't kick people off my island very much or very often. So same. Um, yeah. So hopefully that didn't happen to me. Do you guys keep your, your first two? This is a random squirrel moment for me, yes. but yes, I do you have. still have
1: your original two. T- Tommy and Ted are never allowed to leave.
0: Yeah, I feel the same <laughs> way about Pashmina and Buck. What about you, Seth? Did you kick them you, off? Or- you
1: know, um, I, so my first two were
2: Boone and Diva. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't a fan of Diva. I kept Boone for a very long time. And I I had this kind of like this moment with him where just one day he he tried to move out. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna let them go. You know, <laughs> if right. you love something, let it go, as That's they right. say, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I do that every now and then, but at this point, I'm I'm really happy with my little cast, like you said. I've been trying to collect the photos. Mm-hmm. I've been doing the the iron wall lamp thing. Um, oh, yeah, with the yeah, with the trying to get the photos from everybody. I've gotten everybody except for Marina and Lobo. And um, I do, I, I have probably given Marina like 60 iron wall lamps at this point and she just will not give up that photo, man. Like (laughs) it's killing me. Those are the last two I need.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It it can be like, I'm, I want to get them for everybody who's on my Island I'm not, when I did the paintings thing, man, there are people who are obsessed with those photos. Like I could, I could have pretty much gotten any painting I wanted if I would have just given up one photo. Like they were like, those things are hot items on Nukazan for sure.
2: Hard to get, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, I just, yeah, unfortunately I do not have my two original ones. I kind of wish that I had kept Boone in retrospect, there's a little bit of regret there a little bit of heartbreak Mm -hmm. but uh diva though no she she could go away i wasn't a fan (laughs) of diva
0: (laughs) the last time we kicked somebody off i got rodeo and i was very unhappy with him he's this creepy demon-eyed like bull Mm -hmm. and i'm like huh well i could have lived without you um (laughs) so i really want to just i don't know i kind of want his photo just to have it but i kind of think i'm just going to kick him off because he's a little too creepy looking for me
1: yeah but um I've had somebody leave. Luna, I believe, has just mm. left. Mm. Um, and I haven't had anybody move back in, as far as I'm aware. I'm just oh, going wow. to check. That's what I'm looking at now.
0: So how long ago was that, that she left?
1: Um, about a week. Really?
0: And yeah, they didn't just fill it with anybody?
1: No. It's
0: still open. I haven't had
1: anything else. I'm literally just running up to the uh, island headquarters island. living. I feel living like course. we need a drum roll
0: here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I, do I don't know. Yeah, yours was much better than mine. Mine was like a like a sad car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, maybe they have all oh, of all the houses are there. Who do you Oops. got? Um, I don't know. I'm just going to check now on the newest house.
2: It's like a like a gachapon machine or something. Like uh, who's coming out? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Claudia, I got Claudia.
0: Claudia, Claudia. Uh, does ring. A- is she a cow? For some reason, I think she's a cow. I, I don't
1: mean Google that. This I, I don't
0: mean that in a derogative term. I mean literally a cow.
1: <laughs> yes, she she is a bovine.
0: Okay, both. See, look at you. Look at you and your refinement. Your, yeah, that's <laughs> great.
1: Oh no, sorry, sorry. Not Claudia. Claudia, I've had for a while. Um, it's Vic that I've got, on Vic is oh
2: bovine. the Viking. Yeah,
1: yeah, cool. We'll keep nice. hold of that one <laughs> well,
0: well alright guys do we have anything else that we want to chat about with Isabel's morning announcements
1: uh, no we've actually filled quite a lot of time with Animal Crossing for once <laughs> we,
0: we can do it even if there's nothing to talk about I can we, talk know, man that's right yeah that's how it works <laughs> alright let's head on over to the dad corner then Welcome to the Dad Corner, guys. All right. We want to give a big thanks to Frosticles, because if we're being honest here, Sean and I were kind of bantering back and forth. What should we do for a dad topic? We didn't really know. We were like, ah. And then we asked you guys for questions, thoughts, comments. And Frosticles, you gave an awesome dad question, which is our topic of the cast. So he asks, do you guys do anything just for you? Example, I've been asked to return to baseball training after nearly two years away. It's two hours on a Sunday morning, but as the season starts, it'll be an all-day Sunday thing. I really want to go back, but Sunday has become our family day in, in my time away, and with work and life, it'll be difficult to squeeze family things in anywhere else. Am I selfish for wanting to go what would you guys do if you already do something like that? How do you balance it around life? I think it's a really good question.
1: It is John, it is. what do you think, man? Um, well, if the baseball thing, if it becomes an all day thing on, in the season, there's all the opportunity, especially in the nice weather that they get down there. Cause he's in a very nice part of the UK mm-hmm. uh, that when it's sunny, it's gorgeous. Um, he could involve the family in that the, the, obviously I've never been to a baseball game I don't know how long they last I don't know what especially in the UK what the facilities and stuff like that but I'm assuming there'll be food barbecue family like other people's kids and then obviously if he's got friends that do that to try and involve the his friends' kids so the kids all get to play and it, it then becomes a family based thing around something that you enjoy so mm-hmm. that would be one of the best ways to try and look at trying to do it um, do you
0: guys have anything that you do do you guys have anything like this that <laughs>
1: uh, I go to the gym that's my time so uh-huh. um, I. this the bless the blessing with working shifts um, that like today, Lindsay's at work, today, uh, Logan's at nursery, the other two kids are gonna be at school. So I basically from nine till three, I have it's just for me. I'll do like depend yeah, That's depending awesome. if I can stretch stretch this left down problem out. If I can't <laughs> stretch this left down problem out, then the gym about the question. So um looking at the sky, it's gonna be a nice warm day. So probably go out on the push bike for a bit, go find somewhere to cycle around for a while. Just, just, yeah, that's that's kind of like what I do for me. Gotcha. Is yeah, that, that break away from the kids when they're all at school and stuff like that. Or I'll tidy and I'll clean. Or I'll, basically that, that, I couldn't, I, I tried the Monday to Friday work life and it drove the living, yeah, it drove me mad because... <laughs>
0: Sure,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um
0: That's why there are different the only, jobs in the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The only time the only time off from work that I got there was everybody had off. So mm. like trying to do something was horrendous because you're you, just lots of people. Um <laughs> I don't deal do well with big crowds of people anyway. So this pandemic's been awesome for me because was really quiet. <laughs> yeah. But, um like I just couldn't do it. So, and then having a young kid, so, like, I don't know, Seth, you, you, when you do eventually become a dad, that, like, soft play centers are so busy on the weekend, where, like I, like, I used to be able to take Logan to the soft play, like, on a Wednesday while I was off work. And there'd maybe be, me, like, two other people there with kids. And so we had, like, a full reign of everything, and he could run around, and you could really see how much he enjoyed it rather than, like, The constant battle of him running into other kids or being upset, and then the constant noise. So I'm sounding like a really grumpy dad. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's like, so,
0: yeah. Sounded like a real dad, man. That's just that's a real dad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose yeah, that that, I like to stay active. So that for me, like, if I was in Frogsicles situation and it was something that you enjoyed doing and it was active and you enjoy being active is like i'd really push to do that because there's a lot to be said for mental health for staying active mm. doing something for yourself you don't want to have that opportunity to do something for yourself and not take it and in six months time resent that fact that because that, that could be quite a negative thing sure. so
0: what about you seth Did you do something that's like all you just for yourself
2: yeah, I think, um, Sean, you made a great point when you when you said that in terms of the balance, To I think. And, and I'm not a dad yet, um, but my wife and I, um, we do play Dungeons & Dragons um, every other weekend. Um, so involving her in that means that we can... And, and we have a whole big party and everything, and I'm the dungeon master of that party. Um, I've been playing D&D for, like, 13 years. So... Um, that, that's kind of a nice thing that we can do as a kind of enjoyment thing that that's for, I, I guess she's involved with it, but it is kind of involving the family in a leisure activity. But um, in terms of like stuff that I like to do, I like to cook a lot. Um, cool. I, I really like cooking. That's kind of my me time. My, my wife is one of those. She's, she's happy to let me be the cook. She would say that she could burn water. Um, so <laughs> Uh, so cooking is kind of my thing. I, I like to kind of lose myself, get into the zone, cook. I've got a nice smoker. I like to, you know, have like awesome. a weekend barbecue kind of thing. I'm already, I'm not a dad yet, but I'm on my way to the dad activities, sure. yeah. <laughs> you know, the grill and whatnot. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's just, and then, you know, it's so hard when you're both, you know, my wife and I both work full-time jobs doing the podcast every week is sort of, cause we have such a long show and I edit everything and it, it kind of, I mean, it literally is like a second job sometimes. And um, so it is hard. It, the, the balance is really difficult. But, but another great thing you said, Sean, was, <clears throat> excuse me, it's so important to take that time for yourself for your mental health. Um, so important to carve out just a little bit of me time. You know, like even if, if it's something, if, if it is just like, I'll do my workouts on Ring Fit Adventure. And even if that's just an hour a day that I have to myself, then like, that's enough, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you guys. I think like the two hours on a Sunday uh, I I'd say you really, you really got to go for it. Um, But when it becomes an all day thing, man, that's going to be, that's going to be tough. And I think the best thing that I could say here is it's hard. It would be Well, first off, let me back up and say for me, my thing really is this and video games like this is my this is my me thing um Mm -hmm. i play a lot of video games um and uh i love the content create um uh and so those are the those are the me things that i do now that works out well because i can find times to do them that are off family time and um uh, my wife is not much of a video gamer but uh, my kids are so I can incorporate my kids into into my hobby too um when it's appropriate um so that's different uh for this for his particular scenario the ol- the only thing that gives me pause is that this is his it sounds like his only day right and it's going to take up the whole day like the 2 hours a day I'm like sure I don't see why I think you should ask for that but um I think you got to have open communication on this one with his wife and just, you know, he needs to he needs to let her know how important this is because I don't I don't know. It, it seems like he wants to do it. But to Sean's point, like how important is this to him to the point of like the pandemic has really got me in a tough spot and I really need this time. Yes. And so it's important, I think, to let because I mean, you know, I can tell I can tell Becca, my wife, hey, I want to go do this. Um, And she can say, you know, the kids, it'll be difficult. I don't know. But if I if I tell Becca, hey, uh, I'm just in a tough way right now. Like it's been a rough day. It's been a rough week at work. I just really could use the night away to hang out with the guys and do my own thing. Like those two different things are totally different and she would understand one she would you know i she would feel okay more one than the other and so i think that's one that's a conversation you need to have with your significant other um at that point to say hey you know how how much does this affect me how much do i need this one thing
1: yeah and and knowing like frosties has worked throughout the whole of this painting i know he, he works uh morrisons which is a supermarket chain in the uk and oh wow yeah yeah. and he's worked like early hours so like and when he came the times when he comes on the podcast he always laughs and jokes because that's his usual time for like being up for work so and like he'll work from five o'clock in the morning till two three o'clock in the afternoon so like, i know the guy works hard mm-hmm. and like it's yeah he it's like there's not been a, a break for him really so doing something like this, this, the social aspects, especially now it's opening back up again over here, it'd be really good. Even if he just went and did the training for two hours on a Sunday, and and like didn't play in the season until you know they could find a comfortable balance. Like he could still go, he could still support his team, he, he could be there on standby if if needed, and maybe just do it one Sunday a month that he actually went for the day and play, rather than that every Sunday. Um, just yeah, find that balance cuz there's nothing better in this world than doing something for yourself. It's great to do a lot of things for other people and give back, but it, there's nothing better than like sitting back and thinking, "Oh, yeah, I have done that today for me. You know, that was great." Cuz you feel so recharged and refreshed for it. So.
0: I don't yeah, remember how old his kiddos are,
1: too. Um, I think they're um, quite young. So yeah. um I can't remember off the top of my head.
0: Yeah. Um, I will say, so I'm not a baseball, we're not a baseball family, but my wife's cousins are, and we go, we, prior to the pandemic, we went there, we would go there one week. Uh, they live like in this, the, in the small little town in, um, Illinois. Like, I won't even give you the name because if I give you the name, you could like find them because there's like that (laughs) few people in the town. Okay. Like, (laughs) um, Uh, I mean, they are they live and breathe baseball in the summer, like like live and breathe. And so I will say it can be an all day event if it's like especially a lot of those like when when her cousin would go play, he would usually do a double header type thing. So he'd play. Then he'd have a couple hours off. Then he'd play again. And the family loved it. Like we would go and it would be I mean, for me personally, I loved going that one time. I couldn't imagine keeping the schedule they keep all summer long, but they love it. They go. They do picnics. There's usually there's usually a park nearby the um, the baseball diamonds because normally it's I don't know what it's like over there, but over here there's like usually like a like a four baseball diamond complex type thing that they're all rotating on, and they have a ton of fun. They play. Um, I think it's also kind of cool that that now. His son is playing because, you know, he grew up watching his dad play ball. So why, why wouldn't he play ball? You know, he, he, that's kind of what you do, right? Um, and so now he's playing. And now so now they're going to baseball games for, for both his son and him. And it's just crazy, but they love it. And so I think I guess my point to that is you can find a way to make it work, especially if it's something you really need to, to kind of, you know, be a good dad.
2: Yeah. And I think the communication that, that you touched on Nick is so important with really any relationship. I think communication and and honesty is just the number one thing when it comes to, you know, communicating like how important it is to, to -hmm. your family, to your wife and whatever, and, and sort of make that work around your lifestyle, you know, and, and if that means kind of involving the family and, and trying to make those bridges connect, great you know, maybe, maybe it works out. Maybe it doesn't, but, but the taking the time for yourself is important and and communicating that I think is going to be a really instrumental step in uh, and making that happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes I think we, we forget, like it's totally different to say, I want to go this, I want to go do this one thing, or I really need to do this one thing so that I can be a good dad for you. And so if you don't, if you don't really communicate it well, you can just be like, well, she wouldn't let me go do that one thing, and it's like, and right? He doesn't understand how important it is because it's not important to her, you know. But and she doesn't understand how important it's he or she, your significant other doesn't understand how important it is because it, you know, it's and it goes the other way too, you know. My wife is a big thrift shopper. I don't get anything out of this. Same. Like, like it yes. is like it is like in her DNA to get a good deal, and so right it took me a long time to, to realize that. So she would be like, I want to go do that. I'd be like, Oh, I guess, whatever, you know, and I'd huff and puff about it. But when I realized like her getting to do that for, and to me an ungodly amount of time, I don't know how she can walk through a store that as much as she does, but for her to get to do that, like a thrift store, um, it's, it's like totally recharges her. She comes back and she's awesome and she's showing me all these like, This mound of stuff she got for two dollars, basically, and she's all proud of it, and that's like her thing. And so I've learned that.
2: One hundred percent, you just spoke to my soul there because my wife is the exact same way. (laughs) Uh, She loves thrift shopping and she loves plants. Those are kind of her two big passions. (laughs) So, and and I'm like, hey man, like like follow your star. You know, that's what makes you happy, and that's what's important to you. You know, like like you're saying with Frosticles, like like working on the front line in the pandemic, long hours. Hard work. It's like, hey man, like this is what I need every other Sunday or whatever the case may be to enjoy myself, to like just kind of mentally unpack and and take that time for myself. But I think that's really important, and just yeah, communicate how important that is to you. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it. It sounds like it's really important to them. So yeah.
0: All right. Did we unpack that? Anything else before we head on?
1: Uh no, no. I, mean, you I hope that like helps. That quite well. No, sure. yeah, me too, because yeah. he's, I mean, I, his real name's Jason, um, but he is a really nice guy. Uh, I mean, we're friends on Facebook. And nice. Xbox friends with his wife, so, Chris, like, she's a big Warzone fan. Yeah, you get to drop it again. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, he's really, yeah, so, like, it's one of them when things open up and we're allowed to actually travel around a little bit more, I tried to make a point of saying, because we've got family um, in plymouth which is quite close to him and uh, i've said like once we get down to see that family that way i'll because we usually go down for a couple of days i'll make a point of traveling because it's like an extra hour from that so six hours away so i'll make a point of coming and actually like we can meet you and say hi and have a an nice place to chat, So
0: that's awesome i love when we see when we see on discord like like when uh when marty and dan met marty up marty and, and dan and st- yeah yeah yeah, I, I love when that kind of stuff happens. I mean, we, it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's totally cool. Well, all right, uh, let's go see what's on the bulletin board. Uh, sneak peek, we're going to be talking about Frosticles a little bit more on the bulletin board. <laughs> let's go see what he says there.
1: So before we get to our Villages bulletin ball questions, um, as always, We want to thank all the Patreon members and the Nintendo for hanging with us on Discord. Uh, It is really... We've just discussed it there, saying that there's little bromances that get born within the Discord. It is an amazing place to be. Um, We lean on each other for support, asking questions like we've just had previously. It's fantastic. I've never had a support network with a bunch of people that I've never met in my actual life face-to-face and felt so comfortable. So... Honestly, you are one of the best communities on the internet I have ever met. And I personally love you all. So yeah. So if you're listening to this and you would like to chat with us and all the other Animal Crossing fans, we've got different aspects of gaming in there that it's just it's it's a great place to to get to know people that are like minded. Mm
2: -hmm. It's a
1: dollar a month, it's not much. It's I pay the dollar a month. I was there at the highest level, but unfortunately due to other things i've had to drop it back down but head over to patreon.com forward slash nintendo dads dollar a month it's great um, and that's just the little plug from the nintendo does that we like to do for sure so so frosticles again dropping with the awesome questions as usual um has hit us with an animal crossing based question now that we've repeated a couple of events, what is keeping you in the game? Because I've gone from doing my daily tasks, selling fossils, getting DOIs, see if Gulliver's there, to just logging in once or twice a week. Uh, I just have other things to play, and there's nothing at the moment that's drawing me to the game. Also, are you guys remembering to get your Nook points? So that's <laughs> another reminder of when you're listening. To this. Yeah. <laughs> Go for yeah. the Nook points. I wouldn't have got Nook um, points
0: yesterday if it wasn't for Frosticles. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
1: I'll set the alarm again, I promise. There you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, Nick, you play this a lot more than me, even still at 1,285
0: hours. God, you always got to, like, update the hours, don't you? Don't. <laughs> um,
1: Mixed numbers. What keeps, yeah, yeah. what keeps bringing you back, like, every day? Is it just because you still have projects in the go, or are you just... just it's something you do daily.
0: Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie. Somebody asked me, they're like, "Oh, what do you what do you do?" I actually just got asked this question the other day um, in real life, um, and they were and they were like, "What do you what do you do?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm doing Nook Mile achievements, and I'm trying to finish up my KK Slider music collection, and you know, I need to get this Golden Shovel." And I want to get all of Sahara's rugs and carpets. And so, you know, there's all those things. And somebody's, and they said, out of all that, they said, oh, the, getting all the Nook Mile achievements. Yeah. Is that, is that fun? Should I do that? And I was like, no. No, you, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't Good call. You should like, like, let me just be real. You shouldn't do that. Uh, I don't know why I'm doing it. I just took it on as a thing to do. Cause I thought, why not? And to be fair, I kind of took it on as a thing to do. Cause it was like, I would be in frosticle situation. I'd probably log on every day just to see if there was a character there that I, you know, like I, when I log on, I run past the thing. If leaf's there, I'm like, yep, don't care. Okay. Keep going. I don't need to talk to him. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, uh, today it was Gullivar. Um, so I, I got the, the nook phone just to see what he'll give me. Cause I got my little second story pirate ship going on in the, in the house. Um, and so, but those are, those are literally, I just named, those are the projects, uh, KK slider, all the things, Sahara, and I'm doing this crazy Nook Mile achievement thing, and I'm really doing this in a way like I'm not killing myself to get this. Like I literally, I log on, I talk. I'm now talking to all my animals one time that day, and I catch 25 bugs. Do you know what that means? That means I won't finish the bug achievement for like three and a half months,
1: and wow. I'm okay with that.
0: Like I'm, I'm okay with that. Like I, yeah. I, I would rather take 30 minutes a day than like sit there and totally kill myself and hate the game by the time. And t- trust me when I finish like fishing or doing one of those things, I still, I'm like, I'm done fishing. Like I don't need to fish. Yeah. For a long time. But, um, but like, that's just, it's just something fun to do. It keeps me involved in a game that I love, but it, it doesn't take that long to where I, I can't play other games that are, that are on the, that are coming up down the pike or whatever I'm trying to say. Um, so that's, that's what I'm doing. But if you're only, the thing I want to say is if you're only logging in once a week or two or three times, you know, cool. You just play games how you want to play games. If animal crossing is not your thing anymore. I mean, that's fine. You know, play the game you want to play. That's the thing. Don't, don't let animal crossing suck you into the point to where you hate the game. You're just logging in. Cause you have to, I guess that, yeah. that would be my final thought on that. So I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm rambling. You guys.
1: <laughs> I'm the same um as as jason i'll if i pick up the switch i'll make a point of going on to animal crossing if i don't touch the switch could be a day could be two days depending on like work and life schedules it's sometime it's been a week don't touch it and then i don't go on um mm-hmm. if, if something big comes up obviously it'll, it's more draw to the game but yeah, I mean, I always make a point when we do this to to log on, see if there's anything like bizarre on the island. Um, I did have, uh, I was in the middle of a, con- I must have been in the middle of a conversation with the Nook, um, with the Nook twins in the shop when I shut the switch down, and then loaded when I loaded the switch back up, I was still mid conversation, yeah. and I, I got I got the dialogue prompt from them saying, "Oh, was, as nice as it is." Um, to be chatting to you, We've, we're now like closed, we're out of hours. And then it like, <laughs> chucked me straight back outside, and I was like, oh, I have right. so,
0: And then it skipped you forward like two days, basically. Yeah.
1: When... <laughs> <laughs> Got outside, and then it was the new day. So that that was interesting because it was like, oh, I've not seen that dialogue box yet.
0: <laughs> that's that's funny. I can just imagine Timmy and Tommy are like passed out of like hunger and dehydration, <laughs> he's like, I wish this guy would just leave.
1: He won't time. leave. but um yeah it's it's one of those kids it's one of those games where like i see my cousin sometimes on instagram she'll like have a day where because she's a teacher so obviously she needs a lot of downtime um downtime uh i'll say like she'll put something up on her instagram story that she's like just chilled with a blanket with a cat and she's playing like Animal Crossing while she's watching something on TV. So um, I assume that's quite a lot of people do that. That is the go-to for, I've got nothing else to do. I'm like switching off for a while. I'll go into the second world that I've created for myself and just zone out. Um, Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, for, for me, it's, um, it's nice to have a constant, you know, like it's, it's nice to have that kind of little pocket that I can pop into 30 minutes 45 minutes an hour a day and just sort of do my daily chores and and like talk to my villagers who who I love obviously and every now and then I'll kind of get like a wild hair to do a project I just recently finally kind of figured out what I wanted to do with my beach my main beach because for the longest time it's just been kind of nothing and um I kind of set up like a beach shop like a you know scuba rental and surfboard rental and stuff like that so I set that up and I'm, I'm working on my photos. Like I said, um, for those two problem villagers, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but I, I think too, uh, and, and you touched on this a little bit, Nick, but I, I think it's really important. And, and I've talked about this before on our show where it's like, when did video games become like a weird, you know, and, and I'm totally guilty of this, especially as content creators, video games, almost, it doesn't need to be like a second job to play games, right. you yeah. know, mm-hmm. like, and and i i'm totally guilty of this myself and i think some people kind of get wrapped up in like oh like i need to be playing this game x amount of hours or x amount of time and it's like no you don't you just need to have fun it's video games you know so if all you're doing is playing animal crossing once twice a week then great you know as long as you're having a good time when you play that's all that matters
0: yeah that's that's a hundred percent in fact that's christmas because that was so so daunting and so much like a job i've said this numerous times that was the time they almost lost me like right like, like i got that feeling that i've gotten in other games that i've played a lot w- when i've dropped out and i said nope this is a job and i'm done and man i was close i was close at christmas let me tell you so yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah.
2: so easy to fall into that you know and Mm -hmm. and like I said I I do it all the time especially as a content creator you feel you have that FOMO you feel like you need to be there you know you need Mm -hmm. to be part of the conversation you need to do this you need to do that and uh, it's just at the end of the day it's you got to kind of think about it and just you know it's it's video games it's about it's for the love of the game it's for fun you know do what you want play what you want to play
0: sure 100 percent Anything else on Frosco's question?
1: That was a good question. And I think it's a very apparent question for the game at the moment. So mm-hmm. yes. Yeah there's, of, of,
0: yeah. there's a lot of, yeah, be- there's a lot of players you've been playing from the beginning that are wondering the same thing for sure.
1: Yeah. It's good to have three different perspectives on it. Cause there's Nick, who's the diehard. So it's still playing it like a lot compared to others. And then there's me. It's, on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. And then you self that kind of, you've got things that you are doing, but you're not making a massive point of having to like really push for it. Yeah.
2: So. yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice to pop in and, and kind of do my, but it means different things to different people, you know? And, and I think that's one of the things that's so great about the game. I mean, there are going to be people who want to chase down all those nook mile achievements and, and you could put as much time or as little time as you want. And, you know, and it's, it's all great. If you like it, I love it. You know? Mm-hmm.
0: That's, that's great. If you like it, I love it. That is a great way to end that segment right there. All right. Well, let's move on to our gaming topic. All right. Well, this week we had an Indie Direct. And so I feel it's only right for me to just say real quick one more time. I, I always said at the top of the show, but <sighs> Seth was right. <laughs> Seth was right. <laughs> it, Justin put something out about maybe there's going to be an indie direct, and Seth was like, "Here you go." And I was like, "Don't egg on Justin." Blah blah. <laughs> it's not. He'll say it next week too. And Justin was wrong, but Seth was right. That's the most important you, part.
2: I gotta say justin and I and I kind of take a little bit of the um the the you know the, the business justin role as it were on our show I'm the guy I really I'm into numbers too and I'm into analysis and stuff like this too so the the, the indie world happening just made too much sense and and I'd been saying it for a little while as well so i uh it just it, it made sense man mm-hmm. you know it, it was Apparently the right time
0: it did to everybody <laughs> even Nintendo. <laughs> No, that's cool. You guys, you guys really did nail it. Um, So we're just going to go through some of the games. uh, Actually, quite a few here that we're that we're somewhat interested in and hit on them real quick and then kind of give our thoughts on the on the direct. Um, These aren't in any. I'll tell you what order these are in, since I'm the one that wrote it. They're in the order that Nintendo put them in on their little poster. Their little oh, Twitter okay. poster they
2: posted.
0: <laughs> so they're not, this is not how they came out in the direct or anything like that. That probably would have made a lot more sense. But, uh, well, Nintendo didn't put them on their poster that way. So that's not how they ended up. Um, so we're going to start actually what ended up being the one more thing, the, fin- the finale of this whole deal. And that is Oxenfree 2, Lost Signals, I believe it was
2: called. Um, yes. It went out in 2021. Have, did you play the first one, Seth? I did. I love the first Oxen Free. It's really, really good. And um, I've actually talked to those guys before, uh, not on our cast, but um, I went to PAX one time and had the pleasure of speaking cool. with uh, some of the Night School studio folks. And like the, the, that team is made of a lot of ex Telltale developers. Okay. And so it's got a lot of that kind of like, it's very narrative heavy. They've got a really unique dialogue system in the first Oxen Free that I cannot believe. More people have not stolen. Um, really cool game. I've really loved the first one. So this was low key one of the more exciting announcements of the of the show for me.
0: So I put my name next to this. I, I will say I have not played Oxenfree the first one, but I have downloaded it now, which is good mm-hmm. for that's I'm sure what they wanted. Um, they got me there. Um, so I've downloaded ne- I've downloaded that, and I remember when it came out, I was interested in it, but I just never got around to it. So but uh, I I want to kind of catch up on it, and so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get that done and and give this uh, give this a go and see what it's yeah.
1: all about. So, so I'll, I'm, I'm, my disclaimer to everybody is I did not watch the Indie Direct. The only games that I've seen are ones that Nick has potentially said that I'd be interested in. So as we go down this list, I am literally looking at them on YouTube <laughs> very <laughs> quick. It. Like, does the gameplay look nice? Does like, but. Uh, so my thoughts on this is that it looks quite interesting just without no, any audio. The video announcement mm-hmm. trailer I've just watched, it's like, ah, oh, what's that about? Why is that little dial pop up? And so it's possibly one that I might actually look at. I quite like the, the graphics. So.
2: Yeah. 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 The first game kind of has this Goonies, Stranger Things kind of vibe. And, um, and it's got this supernatural element to it where um, it's not really a spoiler because it's pretty integral to the gameplay, but you can kind of solve the puzzles and communicate with um, like spirits and stuff via this radio dial. So it's a, it's a pretty big mechanic of the game.
0: Cool. Um, so the next one on the list that I, I put my name on uh, is Hindsight. I don't... Um there's a lot of narrative games. This, this Indie Direct had a lot of narrative games. This is another a- one of those games. So to be fair, there's, there's a piece of this game that looks interesting, but there are other narrative games on this. Like if they all came out close to the same time, I don't know that I'd get to this one. This one probably, it interested me, but it interested me the least out of all the narrative games. And sure. uh, so just to kind of bounce real quick to the one that pretty much interested me the most out of the narrative games. The next one on our list here. And and hindsight didn't have a date, by the way, either. So um, Oxenfree's coming out 2021 sometime, 2021. Um, the next one, though, narrative game that really had me interested, Road 96, coming out summer 2021. Man, first off, if you're doing a trailer, they nailed this trailer. Like, I just... You got done with that trailer, and I just understood what what it was. Or at least I understood right. enough of what it was that I was like, oh, I get this, and it looks so cool, and I, there's all these paths, and there's all this stuff, and just, man, if you haven't seen the Ro- the Road 96 um, trailer, you should go out on Nintendo's site and, and give it a peek because it's a good one.
2: What yeah, do you great, think of it, Seth? Great trailer because it, it, it totally nails that. exactly what they're going for. It conveys it perfectly because it looks like it's this first person narrative adventure kind of game. What that has all these branching paths. I think they've said like potentially thousands of branching paths Mm -hmm. and outcomes for, uh, for the story. And yeah, the the trailer totally conveys like I met this guy at a diner uh, slash campsite slash, you know, whatever, like all these little permutations looks really cool. I'm, I'm definitely keeping my eye on this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure it yeah, it looks like you can it's one of those games that you just play again and again and again.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's,
1: um, that's something I'd be interested in. I'd literally yeah. just launch.
0: Yeah. So. I think Jesse really nailed this too. <laughs> I was listening to the Nintendo Dad's from last week and he he's right. Like this game needs to only be like like 5 hours, 5-7 five, right. hours long. <laughs> Cuz any longer than that and I'm not going to want to like rewind and do it again and again and again and again. It needs to be like a short game that you can be like, oh, but what if I would have done this, you know? Just like hit those, like give me a bunch of those points to where I got to make decisions and then let me go back and be like, but what if I would have done it like that? And like that, if it's a 20 hour game, like Jesse has said, um, I'm not going to go replay a 20 hour game, you know? Right. I,
1: uh, I, I like stuff like that. As a kid, I had a Super Mario book um and like you read us you read like a chapter of the book and you got to the end of the chapter and you have to like make a decision and so mm-hmm. like you like if you your two decisions would be like jump up onto the block or throw a fireball and it'd be like you'd have to go to this page if you did this and, and like so the story kind of built how you so i like stuff like that so that road 96 is definitely something i'd be i'd be picking up
0: yeah so. this is like the modern version of a choose your own adventure book like
2: without
0: yeah. doubt. Hmm. sure um one that we are all interested in i am sure i mean i mean we're all of the age shredders yep. revenge man teenage Mutant oh. ninja turtles
1: it's the, it's the closest thing we've got to the teenage Mutant ninja turtles that like nintendo ever did back when i was a, a real ad so yeah
0: yeah this looks <laughs> so wait. good
1: can't wait
2: man yeah. we actually uh <laughs> we were talking to tribute games um a while ago to have them come on our show to talk about Panzer Paladin and they were like uh we're kind of busy we're working on something you'll see it soon and yeah. then like a couple weeks later is when they revealed Shredder's Revenge and I was like oh man this looks so good yeah. and when they announced it they only announced it for consoles and PC and now basically the purpose, because we still don't have like a hard release date. We just yeah. kind of know this year sometime, but it's so nice to finally have that confirmation that yes, indeed it is coming to switch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm yeah. I'm excited for this. The art style looks great. It just, it just, I mean, I can't wait to see, I can't wait to feel how it plays, but just looking at it, it just feels like they nailed it. Like, man.
2: Yes. And, and they actually, they recently confirmed that T-Lope's, from uh, the, the Sonic Mania composer is doing the music. So wow. it's going to have amazing music. It yeah. already looks amazing. I mean, this game's going to be amazing.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, all right. Next on the list, uh, Never Yield. So there's a demo of this that we actually have played. This is the one we were talking about. we were going to save till later. Uh, Seth, right. I'm interested. What did you think of the Never Yield? Well, first <sighs> off, wait, let me first say, a fellow Michigander made this game from Detroit. It's a futuristic Detroit game, auto-runner style game. So, Seth, what did you think of the demo?
2: I really I really don't want to be too mean about it. Um, I don't want to beat it up because, because you know, um, I, I really like the guy. Ariel Knight, he (laughs) He seems like a really nice guy. He
0: does, doesn't he? Like, you just want to like him. You just want to, like, have a beer with him. You do.
2: Yeah, he seems like a great guy. And then, like, our friend Tim from the Nintendo Dads is super excited about the game and whatnot. To be completely honest with you, though, I was not impressed with the demo. Um, It it didn't really do much for me because the game essentially is, yeah, like an auto-runner kind of experience. And it can be played, really, with one hand. Because mm-hmm. all of the all of the um, inputs are done just on either the D pad or the face buttons, and it's all about timing them correctly to slow motion obstacles that you. It's almost like a really pretty version of Simon Says a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and it's not. You know, again, I don't want to I don't want to dunk on it too much because I really like the visual presentation and I really love the music. I think the music oh. is great. Um, yes. If you if you made me
0: pay for that game and gave me a digital copy of the music, I would buy it right away. First like like I I just want the music. That music sounds so good
2: to me. It's killer. It's killer. But I and I just like the actual gameplay I just found so boring. And and I I know that on higher difficulties the slow-mo is like removed and it's a little more difficult, but I Mm -hmm. still just wish there was a little more nuance to it my co-host eric made the point that it would have been really cool if they had considered making this a rhythm platformer mm. if they had actually timed your movements and the obstacles to the beat of the really good music i i think it would have been a little more successful but that, that's just my take on it i'm really happy that so many people are digging it mm-hmm. but um it's just not my cup of tea i gotta be honest
0: yeah i i felt so i felt similar in the demo i was really um I really would have. I was close to rage quitting it until I figured out the color coding of the obstacles to the buttons. Why that's not in the beginning of the tutorial, I have no idea. But you have to figure it out on your own that, like, if I press, if the color looks you know i don't remember what colors were but if it's purple p- up is purple and so i pray because there's the two jumps that are somewhat similar like i can jump real high or i can do this like kickback like medium like a medium jump. jump yeah yeah and so i would always i was always just kind of like guessing until i figured out oh these buttons match the obstacles and that's what you got to do um so that that didn't make any sense why they didn't explain that but I liked it, but yeah, I was kind of with you. Like I was like, "Well, this is neat," but I'm not gonna play an entire game like this. So, right, um, yeah. So I feel kind of bad. Uh, <laughs> I feel kind of bad that that the demo just didn't it didn't sit with me either. But man, give me that music. Just give me that music, however yeah. you want to, and I'll take it.
2: So. Music's killer, and like I said, yeah. seems like a great guy. Like I'm really happy that because it sounds like he had like a really tumultuous time getting yeah. the game kind of on, you know, up and running and stuff. So I'm really happy that. It's being received well by the by the general public and and it's you know I mean look it's got top billing in an indie world showcase and stuff like this so I mean good for him he seems like a really really nice yeah. guy.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Sean Ali Ali World up next.
1: What do uh, you yes. think of it, man? Finally, a, a, a little bit of a skating game for the Switch. So a uh, little FYI, I absolutely adore skating games. Um, I play I do too. <sighs> Yeah, have you tried Skater XL in Sessions?
2: I have not tried Skater XL. Um, I'm really looking forward to when they uh bring over uh Pro Skater One and Two to switch eventually, yeah. whenever that's happening.
1: So, did you try the skate franchise as well? Then, that's oh, yes, the I EA,
2: love I skate.
1: So, Skater XL is like the skate, the EA skate franchise, but with a little bit more control over the board. So, oh, cool, yeah, so like. Um, with skate, it was the right analog stick control the board, left analog stick control right. the person. Uh, skater XL, um, both analog sticks control the board, so to, to do different things. Great set games, sessions as well. If like if you ever come across that one, um, that's even more control, um, even with and they've added things like being you know, able to that catch and casper slides and stuff so but anyway that's nice. away from what we're talking about but um ollie ollie side scrolling skater game lots of color lots of like arcade style looking stuff um i play skate city on my iphone which is part of the apple arcade and this looks like it'll be something similar to that but with a bit more quirkiness mm-hmm. so yeah i'm looking forward. it i literally didn't i like i, said, I didn't watch this um nick mentioned the game to me i had a quick look
0: because oh, i was like I skating the- sean <laughs> tell him now
1: yeah <laughs> so I, i've watched a couple of videos and it's yeah it's one i'll be picking up it looks like it's yeah it's an arcade style side scrolling skate game that looks like it could be a lot of fun if they add challenges to it that'd be even better so like to do so many different things because so. mm. i'm a big like challenge kind of guy I like stuff like that so
0: not gonna lie, when I saw it, I was like, "Huh, this reminds me of like a minecart level in deep in Donkey Kong Country." Like it just, yeah. like it just, it's just mm-hmm. going, and you can't stop it. And you just gotta <laughs> jump over stuff and make sure you hit the right rails at the right time. And I was sure. like, eh, "I'm just see minecart all over this sucker." Um, so, but yeah, that's cool uh the next one i put my name on uh, last stop comes out in july of 2021 that's probably it's my biggest worry about it because it's second in my list of these narrative it's a narrative game out from annapurna which i think they did the tell no lies um video game which i thought i thought was pretty cool i didn't i haven't got through it I've got, i'm like middle way through the through that game um but if it comes out on top of road 96 that's gonna be unfortunate for it, at least for me uh, right. maybe you know somebody else would really like it over that but uh, road 96 comes out summer 2021 that comes out July 2021. Um, road 96 has top billing in the narrative games for me at the moment so um, but it does really interest me. Uh, maybe more than anything because i i kind of trust annapurna as a as a developer so um i'd be interested to see more of what that has um also summer 2021 i'll be buying this game for sure next on the list uh kiwi is you play as these little birds that are mailing that have to that like run a post office it looks like and i don't entirely get the gameplay mechanics i'm not gonna lie to you but anytime there's a couch co-op game um i'm probably i'm a sucker i'm gonna buy it it's cute my kids would love it uh we'll play together um i'll i'll yell and scream and and we'll get frustrated and then in the end we'll have a lot of fun and that's just how these co-op things work and i'm in for it um so i'm in for whatever kiwi whatever the gameplay mechanics are in that i'm in
2: so I, I'm really, I'm really charmed by the, uh, by the look of that game. I, I'm mm-hmm. going to wait for your report on it. If you, if you say it's good, I'll, I'll pick it up.
0: Yeah, I, I understand. I mean, there's a lot of these, you know, like I've gotten uh, a, a good, a good, uh, a good example of one that's like, ah, well, that's a game that maybe you want to pet pa- uh, tools up like that's, I don't know. Mm. Did you ever play that one? No. That, it's like a couch co-op game that is like, it's not bad. It's just not great either and there's and it's such a cluttered market too you know so like sure unless you so it could you never know it could end up like that but these couch co-op games i always i always get them just just to give them a shot um the next one on the list man this one looks good aztec forgotten gods you start us off seth
2: Man, um, yeah, this looks great. It's it's got this kind of like um, it's made by a Mexican developer who made a game called Mulaka on Switch. Um, I never played it, but I'm I'm yeah, kind of I'd interested of to check it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to check it out at this point. But um, but yeah, so Aztec and this is Aztec like T E C H like technical um or technology. It, it looks like this kind of um this mythological based like action exploration game um i I was really impressed by just the art style of it Mm -hmm. the way i mean assuming that we were seeing the switch footage in in the presentation it looks like it runs really well on switch Mm -hmm. Uh, this looks like a ton of fun i'm all over this
0: yeah you know it kind of reminded me of like if you took the like guardians from breath of the because it's got that like it's got that old style like uh I don't. I don't know. I don't. I want to. I don't want to offend anybody here, but I don't know about everybody saying Mexican like lore, uh, yeah. but it it's like got these high tech futuristic creatures inside of it. So it really kind of reminded me of Breath of the Wild, where you have the guardians, but they're they're yeah. So that was. Uh, but I'm I'm excited for for that game. And that'll be a pickup for me for sure.
2: I, I love how many different cultures we saw on display here yes. Um, yes. during this indie world. Cause we had like that, that game, the longing made by a German developer. Mm-hmm. Um, this team is, is a Mexican developer making a game set with like Aztec lore and kind of Mesoamerican like um, archeology span and stuff like this. We had road 96, I believe is being made by a French team. So just a ton of different yeah. cultures on display
0: yeah the indies are so good for that right like uh yeah. it was a couple uh it was a couple of indie directs ago i think they came out with raji um yes. the indian uh the, a game uh i love that in game. indian lore uh which i i have not gotten to yet but it is on the it is on sale in this indie direct for like half off so it is on Worth my I'm, i think i'll probably purchase it and try to try to get through it so yeah see, it. see if i can get that done so you did put you have played through that
2: Oh yeah, we did an indie showcase um, on Raji, and we we both we really enjoyed it quite a bit. It's kind of like this, um, almost like the older Prince of Persia games, or like kind okay. of a got this like PS2 kind of era. Like if you if you have an itch for like kind of the old God of War games kind sure. of thing, mm-hmm. and um, it, it just it's really good. And again, like I learned so much about that yeah, culture. That's so much fun playing the yeah. game and uh and man it, it was a really good time and it's short yeah you could know, beat it in the afternoon you know five hours probably really okay. you can get through it so. that makes me even more excited because I, yeah. I keep adding stuff
0: to my list and that so yeah that's cool um Seth, tell, tell me about chris tales everybody's into this game and i actually just kind of it passed by me and then i looked on my twitter and everybody was like chris tales! and i was like oh i must have missed something
2: so there there. so chris tales is one that actually um eric my co-host turned me on to and there's a demo available for it on the eShop. and essentially it is a a jrpg kind of by way it's like a marriage of like jrpgs and like paper mario which has not been a role-playing game properly in a little while right, but yeah, um right uh but so it's it's got this kind of like 2d aesthetic and 3d environments but Um, The big gimmick, I guess, with Chris Tales is that the entire game plays with this like time mechanic where even in battle, you'll have kind of a past, present and future element to the battlefield. So there will be scenarios where you can actually make the enemies younger and now you're fighting like a younger, weaker version of them. Um, They might have an iron shield that you can splash water on and then put them in the future and it's now a rusted shield, you know, things like that. So they, they play with that, and really, it sounds like really interesting um, scenarios. The art looks really good, and it's kind of one of these games that has been a long time coming. So now that it's coming uh, July 20th, I'm, I'm kind of interested.
0: Yeah, so just as like a quick snapshot back, as well as Road 96 did to give itself, like to show what it was, chris tales did just the opposite like i had no idea in battle these people were changing and i was like what what is going like why are these people changing and i yeah they didn't explain a time at least not that i remember and i've watched it twice now uh yeah not that i remember at all because i went through a second time to look at a lot of these just today and i was like yeah i still don't get it i don't understand it and so Yeah. yeah yeah that's funny um, man it, trailers it cool. are so so important aren't they when you can just nail if you nail it or if you don't it can they really totally make are a big it, difference.
2: It, it, this felt like one of those announcements of like um they just kind of worked it in there because it's a date that the fans of that game have been looking sure. for for a while that makes sense yeah. so it, it seems like they didn't like necessarily put the trailer together to try to bring in new people which is like you say it's probably a mistake to <laughs> to go by that but
0: yeah yeah um that makes sense. Uh, next one on the list that I, I put maybe. Um, because this was in the this was in the like the 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 hot reel of uh, of th- of items coming, beasts coming out in June. I don't know, this mm. game could could be cool, it could not. You definitely need to see a lot more. It looks like they're taking pictures of it looks like a a, a Pokémon snap in in a different kind of right. way. Um, except it's not a, it doesn't look like it's on rails. Um, But he's taking pictures of these animals in this environment. Uh, I don't know. It could be cool. I'm not going to But that. That's about all I can say about it. It could be cool. There you go. Um, And then there's Gitsou Fumiden.
2: Is that? uh, that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Gitsou Fumiden, I think, is how it's pronounced. Yeah, there you go. You
0: you got it all. You put it all together better than me. Uh, (laughs) You're in on this one, huh,
2: Seth? it looks cool it's um it's kind of this like side scrolling um action rpg this was what was really weird about this is i missed the memo when konami was an independent developer yeah yeah um because this is a konami game and weirdly enough it is not a uh this version of the game is actually follow-up to an old 1987 famicom game that konami made really um yeah so weird and so they've like revived this series out of the clear blue sky and it looks pretty cool it reminds me of this game that i really liked back on wii called muramasa the demon blade and um i, I liked that game a lot and this this kind of gives me those vibes so i i i mm-hmm. definitely want to check it out
0: gotcha gotcha yeah um i i I don't think it's probably for me. I looked at it again today just mm-hmm. to see because I know uh, I think it was Marty and Tim that were also all about it, and I was like, oh, maybe I missed something, but I don't feel like it. Don't feel like yeah. it's for me. Oh, you got another, you got another car game up there, don't you, Sean?
1: Yeah. Tell us about problem. Art of Rally. Um, so I literally I looked at the announcement trailer, which they I think they dropped as part of the direct. um yeah. It's j- i just like the art style of it the, what drew me in straight away is the fact that they had the ali Quattro in the like the beginning of the video, which is one of my all time favorite valley cats from like the eighties to nineties um it yeah it's just shell shaded looks really happy it looks like it's mm. gonna be just one of those that you can just pick up play um switch off uh, yeah I like I like the drift style it looks like mm. So that's about I, that's about as much as I've seen is what I looked yeah. at this morning so I thought I would stick it in there right now uh, really quick but um yeah I mean depending
0: I used to, on it, the it, objectives of it I could be interested like that's going to be yeah. like what am I doing that's what I did that's mm. what they didn't tell us
1: yeah that's what the from the game play trailer I've seen it's literally just a, looks like you're either racing against time or you are collecting coins or if there's a points mode for like clean dress and not run like driving into objects and stuff like that so yeah knows? Yes, but it's one of them that it's caught my attention so i'll probably look for it as it mm-hmm. comes out
0: keep on going then, man you're
1: next yeah the next next one house of the dead and i mean anybody that's ever been to an arcade will know yeah this man. Game. <laughs> it's if i'm like if we go out somewhere to like the, this like this the coast or something and there's an arcade it's one of them that i'm quite happy to stick some coins in and uh, Ever go with so i mean i used to play it on and the playstation used to do like a you, you could buy like the full setup a like time crisis style thing thing where you right like laser pistol and things so i used to play like house of the dead like that all the time i think it was the same on the gamecube not gamecube dreamcast sorry played it on the dreamcast as well
2: that's the one um, i played i think it was house of the dead 2 on dreamcast was the one i played yeah
1: yeah I'd be interested to see if they use the Joy-Cons as like pistols. Because if you could right. use the and drop it like use the, the gyroscope in it to so drop it to reload, bring it back up, use the triggers to shoot. I mean I mean they could even bring in the labo. Could that'd be like, cool.
0: Oh, that yeah. big gun that they had for yeah. uh, the VR thing? That'd be pretty that'd be pretty fun.
1: Because I've got that in the garage downstairs. It's the only labo kit that I bought it was the Vii kit. So
0: <laughs> that's funny because nice. that's the only one I didn't buy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this I one's being done by um, Forever Entertainment, which is the uh, the studio that did the uh, Panzer Dragoon remake. So mm. they're they're quite familiar with these old kind of like Sega franchises, and it'd be uh, it, they they should have a you know a pretty good handle on it. It looks really good.
1: Yeah. Definitely. It'll be one that I don't play handheld, it'll be doctor only. Mm-hmm. Just because yeah, I think you're gonna need the big screen for targeting. So
0: not a horror guy, but I'm happy that you got your house dead. <laughs> um
1: <laughs> so
0: Seth, end, end the the game reel with Fez. I have not played it to be honest. I don't oh. I, I wanna get to it at some point maybe, but I haven't got to it. It
2: looks very
1: cute. It looks very cute
2: fez is so good it is so good it is like one of those classic indie games that uh, i mean it was one of the three you know games featured literally in indie game the movie so um Mm -hmm. it's it's like a really uh kind of i don't want to use the word legendary but it's kind of one of the top you know when you think about indie games it is definitely one of the ones that come to mind and I really didn't think we were going to see any movement in the Fez space, you know, for, you know, famously Phil Fish, the creator of Fez, he announced Fez 2 and then announced that he was retiring from game development and canceled Fez 2 promptly after. So for Fez to come to Switch is is a pretty, pretty big shock. And uh, it's a fantastic game though, man. If you like puzzle games, the soundtrack by Disasterpiece, I'm a huge music guy, mm-hmm. and um, Disasterpiece is one of my favorite artists just in general. Um, I love his work, and, and the soundtrack is phenomenal. Like, top 10 video game soundtrack for me. And um, it, it's it's a really, really great game. I'm so happy it's on Switch now.
0: Cool. I, I want to get to it. I Like I said, I've never played it. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a uh, uh, GameScoop listener. From IGN mm. and man, they'd like they chatted that game up forever a few years ago, and so I'm I'm interested to give it a shout or to give it a try and uh, see what I. That's another
2: it. one. It, it won't take you too long either. I mean, if you go for a hundred percent, I could see it, but um, you could get through that game in a couple days. You know, if you had like mm-hmm. a, a weekend, and you just wanted to do it, and you know, six to eight hours probably.
0: There you go. I All like, right, I got three games on my list from Indie Direct. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like the eight bit look. i
2: love the art
1: yeah it goes from side scrolling to 3d twisting to yeah
2: right that's basically the plot of the game is um this this world where everybody thinks it's 2d but then the main character finds this kind of like glitch in the system almost where he knows that it's really a 3d world so the puzzles are all about perspective shifting from 2d and 3d
0: Well, all right, that wraps up our indie direct. Really quick, um, let's let's just before we before we before you send us out, Sean, let's give a grade to this indie direct. Just what's your fi- like what's your if you had to grade it, what do you think it is? Um, Seth, why don't you start us off?
2: Um that's a really good question. I think I would give it like a B minus. Because and, and the reason why is because coming into this Indie Direct, I was really expecting some of these like Megaton video games, like like these indie games that we know are supposed to be coming soon, things like Axiom Verge 2, Braid, um, you know, the two Spelunky games which are supposed to be coming to Switch this mm-hmm. summer. I was really, really thinking that we were going to get some kind of touchstone. I mean, Axiom Verge 2 in particular, um, the developer Tom Hap he recently reconfirmed a spring 2021 date for that game, and it wasn't here. Right, so yeah. it just seemed weird, you know? It just mm-hmm. it seemed like there was, there was a lot of really cool things, but nothing, like, with the exception of things like Oxenfree 2 is a huge announcement, Fez being shadow dropped is huge, but, like, there, there are some really notable omissions. I was happy for what we had, but I was surprised to see what we didn't have, you know? Mm-hmm um sean looking at the game
0: list i know you never got you didn't get to the direct but looking at the game list what do you think
1: um i'm excited for the teenage mutant ninja turtles Mm-hmm. um uh ollie ollie world something like that to play hey dude <laughs> we have a visitor um, is logan hey. here? you can, can say hi hey logan Hey! You say hi.
2: <laughs> I'm digging the Mario <laughs> shirt. <laughs> yeah, he's always
0: got a cool Mario shirt. For those, That's um, awesome. for for our listeners, Logan has joined. Uh, Sean's son has joined the joined the cast.
1: Bear um, <laughs> with me one second. It's become a
0: cast uh, of four.
1: So, yeah, don't, don't press that. Oh, and <laughs> he's out. And he's muted. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't think he's muted. I think he's, he tried to. Um, yeah, for the games that are there that I'm interested in, I'm quite excited. A
0: Look at them.
1: They stuck you onto the. I, um, think
0: I've lost. I would. I would give it. A C C+. Mm. Um, I, I thought it was good. I, I think indie it all, I always get worried in an indie direct when the games get real far out mm-hmm. for exactly the reason you, you mentioned Seth. Cause it's like, well, now nah, it's like, I don't know. There's so many games that have been on an indie direct that aren't that we don't see. So it's like, I really am hesitant to think of how many of these games are actually going to hit Ooh. the mark that they say and how many of them are going to get added to the pile of games that you, that you currently are talking, you know, next year, you'll be like, well, where's that game that we saw on that indie direct? And it's just like, they just get, keep getting added. And I do feel like Nintendo says, Hey, do you have a game for us? And they say, yes. And Nintendo puts it out. And then if they don't hit that mark, Nintendo's like, we're not coming back to you, you know, like it's, Right. we're not going to say, wait, that game is still coming. Nope. Nintendo's like, we got other games to mention and to hit and you either hit your mark or you don't. And I think that's what how they, that it seems great to, point. how they view it.
2: Yeah, that's a great point because they, you know it's it's like hey um i can set the table you can choose to come to dinner or whatever but we're yep. like we're eating, we can eat without you yep
0: yeah <laughs> you know? and i mean yeah nintendo's like we've set this up for you to give you that spotlight and if you make your date great and if you don't we're right. not gonna come they got back other to
2: games you. yep right yeah
0: yeah not that we won't see it but you won't see it again i mean very seldom do you see another title the same title get mentioned twice in a in an indie direct it seems like
2: right to. so
0: yeah well Sean, you gotta feed so you gotta feed a, a kid here, it looks like, so why don't you why don't you send us out? Also, or have Logan do it. Whatever. You can have Logan yeah, yeah, he's, send he's us out. He's definitely
1: gonna try and help. Um. <laughs> Thank you Seth, for coming on and joining us. <laughs> yeah, man, thanks so much. So, this is how long we've gone. It's like we started this at like five o'clock in the morning, it's now quarter <laughs> seven. So, this is gone yeah. for quite a while. <laughs> it's a small child dinner.
0: Logan's the one that tells us when it's time to leave. He's like, Listen, so, right, you wrap it up. this up.
1: Wrap look, <laughs> so, as always, Dead Crossing is part of the Nintendo Dad's family of podcasts. You can find new Nintendo Dad content wherever podcasts can be found. Same to be said with the uh, All in podcast. Um, if you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to us at Twitter and Instagram. Everything is at Ender Crossing. We want to give the Nintendo dads a big thanks for making this kind of craziness happen. So from myself, Nick, and our guest, Seth, I hope your island is sunny and your villagers are happy. You can say bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> now we'll go back